Hello, hello, welcome to this, the Ian Prendercast, a belated Carlton podcast, brought to you as always by 121 Media and for the time being, MGA. We are actively pursuing a second sponsor, a co-major, Great Southern Bank maybe, I don't know, we're looking on, we're on the out, so if anyone knows one, let us know, because we're actively searching. Uh, Dr Davis, hello. Hello Sean, how are you? Not bad, not bad, what's going on with you? Well, it was a little bit like Coach Gaines said in uh, Friday Night Lights, can you be perfect? 22-0, and 0, not going to happen. No, we're going to get into that, and I think that's a good perspective to hold, to be brutally honest. I think that people have perhaps lost their minds a little bit, and maybe the time that we've had since the game to just settle down might be beneficial, might result in a more cogent episode, to be honest. Well, and I think, the fast, I, I think if we'd have recorded straight away, I would have been pretty... Not devastated, it's not the right word. Flat. Yeah, flat. Definitely flat. Um, and, and only because for the first time in a long time we had expectation. We, we believed we had um, matured as a football club and we probably thought this was, this was just a win that we would be able to um, secure. Just tick it off. And uh, we didn't do it. We did not. We did not. We're going to get into the, all the ups and downs and why that might happen and what we need to do to respond. Uh, Tim, sorry, just as I look to my left there, is that entertainment royalty and famed diva Diana Ross? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, it's just Faber Ganoush. I don't really care how you are. Um, although I thought we'd get off, you know, people like the prickly stuff last week, so we'll double down. I'm going to give you the floor, and I'm not going to interrupt you. I'm going to give you the floor, and I'd like you to explain, to talk us through me, Timbo, the listeners, why are we recording on a Wednesday night? Because you were unavailable on the Sunday. Is that exactly how it played out? <laughs> Timbo, well, I was at Timbo's house. Mm. I'm giving you the opportunity. You were, you were you the, five gi- minutes up the road. I'm giving you the floor no, to, tell t- the, to tell the story I truthfully. Because I will if you Timbo, go. Timbo, last week you went down in my books a little bit by not oh, no. being truthful. Now, where was, I, where was I on Sunday night, Tim? No, no. You were in the dungeon. Okay. I've given you the opportunity. You said to you, level you with the and listeners. Timbo would record no. if I was there or not, and you didn't turn up. I'm, gi- it's, I'm it's giving fine. you. I'm giving you the, the floor to be to be honest about the situation, mm-hmm. and it's really up to you if you want to be or don't, because I will be. That's it. That's what it was. Okay. So, by way of just introduction, Timbo, I had you know a people brilliant don't care about Sunday. This. I had a brilliant Sunday. <laughs> it was oh. awesome. Yeah. Played at the MCG. I got to cover the game sitting on the boundary line. We got to do some awesome stuff before the game, go on the ground. Obviously, at the huddles, we're on the ground with the playing group. It was brilliant. They had a great win. And afterwards, we had all the fun and frivolity of on the MCG, first win of the year. It's brilliant. We go to the rooms. Place is buzzing. Everyone's up and about. It's fantastic. Great day. But all the while, I had this very grey, very fab-sized rain cloud just sitting over my shoulder. A pall. A cumulus nimbus. It was. Certainly not nimble, but it was just there all afternoon. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. What were you waiting for? Just confirmation that you were going to maybe turn up because you'd been radio silence all week. Well, I had text saying... No, 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 no. You can't... This is the truth, not the Sean version. No, this is exactly the truth. So 
We're going to get into just the context. So Fab had a big strop last week. Oh, it didn't? Threw the toys out of the cot. Basically wanted the listeners out there to come to stroke his ego and we love you, Fab, and come and do the show, Fab. We don't want you to leave, Fab. And from what I can tell, no one fucking cared. And you were probably a bit put out by that. So you played the long game and you were trying to... No no talk between you and I at all. No conversation at all during the Which week. Which is basically what happens if I don't call you. No, no. No conversation no, 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 during no, no. the week. None at all. So that's fine. I figured... Two can play this petty, childish game. <laughs> and I took, some, I took some, how should we say, inspiration from the great man, from the great Jordan Belfort. And you wait. You wait. And whoever speaks first loses. And I use that as my mantra all week. So I sat there and thought, whoever speaks first loses. Timbo, you weren't directly involved in this. You were collateral damage, unfortunately. Okay, fair enough. Um, but, sorry, I'm getting a phone call from Gibraltar. Um, and I thought to myself, well, wait to see how this all plays out, what Fabian's tack is. You followed up, Timbo, and said, what are we doing? What are we recording? Blah, blah, blah. Yep. What was your response to that, Fabian? I'll be watching with Tim. No, it was not. Timbo, what did I say? Uh, I'm looking. Yep. Shouldn't take you too long. I said, good afternoon all. You guys still in team to come to mind for Dungeon Because that was, that was Shut the up. plan. And are we ordering Mings for pickup or eating in? Former is probably a smarter play for this time. This is too much detail extraneously, Tim. Let me know. And then Fabian's response was, I'll watch the game. <laughs> and what did that mean, Fabian? That I'm, I'm, I'm in. No, it didn't. Tim and, you, and you know it didn't. You know it didn't. No, I said, I'll watch Be the honest. game. And was I there, Tim? You were there. Thank you. So I don't get what you wanted. You weren't going to record because you were still throwing a strop. No, I said I was there. Well, Tim, and, and then later I said, Tim, Fab is here, can immediately Tim, record post-game. Tim. That was at 5.37. Tim, be honest here. When he said, I'll watch the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. what did you read into that? Well, it was a bit on the fence. I read into it, I'm not recording. So my response, bear in mind, just for some more context, Fab sends that at 2.53 p.m. I send my response at 2.55pm. A little bit of an ultimatum, a little bit of a, I don't give a shit what you want to do. If you want to record, you want to record. I'm not playing your childish game. You let blah, me know, blah, 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 you blah, let blah. Me know when, when, when the cart talk starts and uh, blah, blah, I'll be blah, back. Blah, 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 blah. So he's having a strop again because he can't handle it. Anyway, Fab didn't respond to that. That's 2.55, uh, sorry, what's that? 2.55pm. Fab didn't respond. You responded on his behalf, Timbo, because... That's a really mature way to handle the situation on Fab's part. At 5.37, bear in mind I'm at the MCG. My rationale is what, what, I've got to write the episode, boys. Are we recording? I've got to get home. I've that, got to write the episode. That's the hardest thing post-game. What are we doing? It can't be immediate. No, yeah. no, no, no. It could be because between 2.55 and uh, 5.37, that's time enough to write the episode. Yeah. But I didn't hear a fucking word. Regarding what are we doing, what are we recording, who's in, blah, 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 for an hour and 44 minutes. So I thought, well, if Fab wants to be a fucking child, I'll just do my Box Hill stuff. I've got a lot of that to do. I've got to do a match report. I've got to edit up the song. I've got to do, um, edit up and publish two interviews, player and coach. I've got to do all that stuff. So he's obviously had a strop. He wants the listeners out there to give him some love. Don't. He's an attention-seeking child. What do we do to attention-seeking children, Timbo? We ignore them. <laughs> so my attitude was, you know what? I'll just wait. I'll just wait. I'll wait and I'll wait. And in the end, 
not you, because I think you appreciate the show just doesn't happen. Agreed. He fucking doesn't at all. Has no appreciation that you've actually got to write it, prep it, you've got to do all that stuff, you've got to get... He has no appreciation for that. So when he springs it at 5.37, which is about half time... 4.10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About half time. Early third quarter, having, I If he had a said, uh, bear in mind, I'm coming from the MCG, I drove past down Springvale Road, I drove past your house <laughs> at about 4 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, okay. If the message had to come... Any time between 2.55 and 4 o'clock, I would have just done a right turn and come in, sat down, watched the game, done the write-up as we're watching. The dungeon detail. Done the dungeon detail. But I didn't because Fab spoke first. Fair enough. If you speak first, you lose. He wanted to do the radio silence joke all week. I thought, no problems at all, big man. Let's do a double. (laughs) So that's how it happened, dear listeners, and it continued on Monday and Tuesday when I thought, the minute one of you want to talk about when are we recording this episode, I will happily engage. And that didn't happen until this morning. And who broke the silence then? I believe it was Faber Ganoush breaking his uh, self-imposed exile, uh, which lasted all of five days. Um, So basically, he he actually sent me a thing, uh, Sean is offline, that was yesterday, I responded, not at all. Blah, blah, blah. He responded again at 9.14am, did we want to record today? I responded at 9.19am, Tim. But you notice how my responses are fairly quite, prompt. Quite timely. Fairly prompt. To get a response from fucking, mate, soldiers on the Western Front were getting correspondence more regularly than Fabian responds to text messages. So I basically said, just organise it amongst yourselves. I'll Correct. Let, let you two take the initiative. And that's why we are where we are, Timbo. And a good thing too, Sean. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to give the listeners some context here as to why this has played out the way it has. We do love being here. Fabian's, I don't know where he's gone. I don't really, don't really care. Um, I've actually got a question for the big man when he does return, whenever that is. Um, I'm keen to know. We haven't heard too much about the Prenders lately, Timbo. Well, I'm sure... Oh, he'll timely, he's here. Fabian. Just turn that down. That's how you know to use the pad and turn them all off. <laughs> Good to see you're still as gentle as always. Um, I'll just ask Timbo, what's going on with the Prenders? I'm calculating the votes. Yeah, you're two weeks behind, big man. No, I'm not. Uh, you didn't... Yeah, pu- you know, what, did you publish a leaderboard last year? That's... Yeah, or the year before? Actually, no, you yeah. didn't. No, I did. No. I did a running leaderboard after every round. If you want one, I can do it. So how we... Like, do you have the leaderboard there handy? Absolutely. Let's uh, hear where we're sitting. I've got to open up the spreadsheet, which I don't have live at the moment. Do you forgive me for being a bit sceptical that you've got the detail ready to go? Whatever. Move on. I'll tell you what. When I throw to Timbo with a question shortly, you can open up the spreadsheet and get that ready for us and give us an update. How does that sound? Whatever. Move on. You don't have it, do you? Sean, if you think... You don't have it. Sean, move on. Just admit to me, Fabian, that you don't have the spreadsheet. You're two weeks behind. The truth will set you free, Fab. Yeah, whatever, mate. I told you five, four weeks ago, Timbo. I told him. I sat here and I said, don't worry about the prenders. They're a fucking hassle. You, and I'm having fun, actually. It, it'll doing spring, it. it'll come to mind at the worst time you go, oh, shit, I'm behind. Haven't What's done the first it yet. thing you said when I posted it? I first thing you did. I don't know. You had, you have, you had to have a dig at about something. Oh, yeah, so. your Photoshop. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah. It was a, actually, it was a Microsoft Paint. It was quite good. Yeah, it was bad. 
So, But the point being, I warned you that this is what would happen and we're sitting here and we're two weeks behind. We're not two weeks behind. But anyway, moving on. We are. We're two weeks behind. We're round three and four. Behind. No, I give people 48 hours. How long ago was the game, champ? Sunday. So they get Monday and Tuesday. And today is? Yeah, I'll post them tonight. Cool. Okay, and last week's? We're posted. But I don't get retweets because you don't probably even follow I don't think me they were. Where were they posted? On Twitter. Where? I posted them. When? So if I look up your Twitter right now, I'll see it. It should be, yeah. Okay. I don't. I went through it the other day and it wasn't this there. Is, this is like... I saw round twos was there. Yeah. Okay, move on. Because Cripps had the lead. He was on 20-something. Sean, 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 you're not, you're not listening. People people will be listening to Sean's lost his fucking marbles. Just move on. No, 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 no. Move on. No, no, you know no. what you need? I don't. A root. Do I? Yeah. Okay. Once you've had one, yeah. right, for the first time in your life, you mm-hmm. might realise there's more to life than being a cynical cunt. Is there? Yeah. So just fucking move on, mate. Move oh, on. Apologies, Sophie. Did you did you find that you have a look at that? No, nah, my mum's had enough of the shit too, mate. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, neither did I, Tim. Um... Well, how are you going otherwise, Fab? Move on, Sean. Okay. Well, I didn't care for the answer anyway, so it yeah. doesn't bother me. I was just you know, paying lip service to just being polite. That's all right. Um, you got to get those prenders up, yeah? Just do that while we go into this next bit, yeah? You're not moving. Come on. No, I'm not moving. Ask um, him, him the question you wanted to ask him. I'd like to get into an episode here, talk about the Cup Football Club. No, we are. I was willing I, to come in yeah, and an, lift. We are. I wanted an the update. Spirits. I was playing some music beforehand I, while you I, were. I wanted an update. Hey, whatever, mate. On the move prenders. On. Move on. Move what, on. What do you think of Mings, Fabian? I already had Mings, Timbo. You and I went to Mings earlier in the year. Don't act like you didn't know that. You were there. Hey, what Fab. When people ask you a question, don't be a cynical cunt about it. Okay, just just answer I it said politely. To, yeah. I said Timbo's, to, Timbo's taken an interest in your opinion, and you're just being a completely cynical cunt. All right, don't use the C-bomb. It's not nice. <laughs> Move on. As I said to Timbo when you were out, and you'll re-listen to the segment you walked out I on. I am not one of your... you walk your, out. Your, said, your, your, your said, people you pick on on Twitter. No, you know, no, when no. You, you wanted to, I said you wanted so to play... So if you want to sit here no, and no, no. go you tit wanted for to be, tat... You wanted to be a, have, be a petulant child. Where, where am I petulant? You have no, no, no. You have, no, no. You have a whinge. You have a whinge and if I, I said, call you. You have a whinge if I don't no, call you. Move on, buddy. You want Move to be on. A, Why don't you call your ex mates? You want it to be. Why don't you call your ex mates and see if they f- answer your phone call? Because I don't care. Yeah, of course you don't care. There's a reason why no one likes you, mate. Because you're just a fucking annoying cunt sometimes. So just move on. <laughs> you are so fucking fishing with dynamite, Tim. No, I, I, I came here to this record an episode about the Carlton Football Club. Let's move on. Move on. You made, your point, you, you made your point on Sunday. You thought, I'll oh, get him all the way to Tim's and then I'll be like, oh, busy, Box Hill stuff or whatever. That's fine. When, That's you, cool. listen, when you listen back, you'll understand. Uh, and, I'll listen and, back. And Tim, I'll hear the dribble you spoke for 10 minutes while I was outside. Yeah, yeah, no. Tim, will, Tim I think, understands my position, to be honest. Well, good on Tim. Are we moving on? Uh, Are we know. starting the episode? Yeah, no, we've started. Okay. Cue the music. No, it's done. We've done that bit. Mm. Well done. Do you want to say your, your intro nah, song? No, no, no. You don't want to do that? Nope. Not going to give it. Uh, what intro do you want? You usually do your hello and you don't want to do and that. And you usually come back with a smart-ass answer. So move on. Ask him the first question. I reckon we might just avoid him for 10 to 20 minutes, Timbo. We'll just avoid him because he's... 
as I said, fab-sized rain cloud at the moment. <laughs> uh, we want to give a shout-out to anyone who's given us a rating and a review, which was really great. We've got an excellent one from uh, Walbo, which is tricky because that's might be his surname. It's oh, I don't know if it's his first name. could be a combination of his first name and his surname, but it was great. He gave us a rating, which is excellent. Uh, said he loves the pod in the first 15 minutes of banter. Excellent. Um, the show starts after that. Very well said today. Very astute, Walbo. Um, good bunch of fellows expressing their love of the navy blue. Look forward to it every week and genuinely have a laugh. Keep up the 90s bangers. Hashtag blues are back. He did lodge that on Wednesday. So that was prior to us not being back. Because that was... I was trying to understand what's the pivot this week. Do we... Do we get any? Do we get any '90s bangers? No, no '90s bangers this week. So we just don't add to the Spotify playlist. No, we only add. It's a win. No, no, no I get that. It's like I the jam that. donuts. You only have jam donuts after a win. Good point. Good um, point. The, the playlist only gets added to after a win, because Timbo. Because the Blues are back. The Blues are back. <laughs> it's the Blues are back playlist. What if we played well but lost? Are the Blues still back? No, 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 no. There's no like. There's no like commiserations donuts. It's all about the W. That's it. We need to prioritise. It's the W is what's most important. Noted. Um, Fab's just taking his headphones off, so he's clearly in a good headspace. Um, Tim. Yes. Because you're the only person other than me in the room ready to actually offer an opinion on pod. Um, clearly, the three weeks we spent on Cloud9 left us lightheaded because as much fun as we've been having, you mentioned it earlier, we were never going to go the season undefeated. Correct. We were never going to do that. It's never going to happen. There were going to be banana peels and bumps in the road. This is a Gold Coast side, particularly early in the season, particularly at home, that very much represent a banana peel. They ran Melbourne to 13 points. Melbourne couldn't shake them all night, and yep. they are clearly the consensus best team in the competition. It's not an excuse, and it's not sweeping a disappointing performance under the carpet, but we weren't going to run the table. So the fact that we were conclusively outclassed on the day, it's actually difficult to kind of not be accepting we had a bad game, we were beaten on merit, but now it's about what happens next. With, without a doubt, and, and you've hit the nail on the head. And I mean, I'm, I'm still wrestling with the query of, are Gold Coast okay? Did they play one of their best games of the year? Did they play especially well, or were we especially bad? And, and that's a bit of everything. Well, and th- this is... I don't thi- think they're particularly good, but up there, tails up, early in the year... Yep. And, and the history tells us once they get past the bye... Things get hard. They're uncompetitive. Well, and, and one of the things... like And it's... You guys know me very, very well. I'm, I'm a very cup-half-full kind of a guy, so I'm always looking for the positive in it. And, and, I, and I always want to check myself. Of, am, am I doing myself a disservice by doing it? And I couldn't help but think that bit of play when Harry Mackay had the ball in the pocket in the first quarter when we were two goals to nil up and he gets it to Charlie Kerner who's in the goal square and all he has to do is gather, get the ball onto his boot and it's a goal and we've got a three nil lead and you've possibly, you've possibly almost broken them already. A little bit like what we did with Hawthorne when, when, when we absolutely started hammering them, they had, they had nowhere to go, they were shell-shocked. And you're one goal away. This is exactly right, and 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 poor Charlie. I felt sorry for him. He still he still does look like a guy that just doesn't have enough footy under his belt. Because if he's clean, he kicks the goal. Even when he wasn't clean, he then tried to rush the execution, and he went straight at the goal. And just the smart football, you just sort of think, what would what would Luke Bruce do? What would 
Jade Gresham do? Well, he probably would have seen the guy was coming, was overcommitted, and just waited. Yeah, or, or even just step back, create space, kick it over your shoulder, or, or there might have even been a handball to give to a small yeah, running yeah. into the space. I think that so, was, so th- th- it was it was just it was a really really pivotal moment that we could have absolutely hammered home early advantage, and we didn't. Um, Gold Coast, to their credit, came back and. The overwhelming... I haven't re-watched the game, for what it's worth. I, just, I, I never I, will. I find it hard to watch those games again because you just sort of feel like if, if we did what we could do, we could win this game. But my overwhelming sense throughout it was the ball... We weren't clean and the ball would sort of ping around between two, three, four, five guys around the ball from both teams... And it just seemed every single time the ball would squirt out, oh. it seemed to squirt out to the favouritism of Gold We're Coast. Touch on and, and, a little and, bit of this. And that happens. Yeah, like yeah. there are some days the ball bounces your way, other times it doesn't. I'm, I'm not going to complain about the umpiring. Look, they got sucked in with. We, know, got, we got a very good go in the first quarter a bit. Yep, yep. And look, they milked a couple of 50s. Harry tried to, but did it very clumsily. I still don't know how Mabby or Child wasn't penalised for a 50-metre penalty because I don't even know what he was doing there because he was neither nah, was in the him. contest but, and he wasn't on the mark. Yeah, so yeah. he's got to get out. But so. look, ultimately, for me, the mentality piece of this is use this result. Use this result to be better. Yep. We'll know if it's an aberration or if it's something more troubling on Sunday. But we may not even know against Port Adelaide. If, no, we will. If, if we, we will. Because there's a bigger, the, right. there's a, there's a bigger piece. Right. There's a bigger piece here that it was the last two and a half quarters against Hawthorne. It was That's right. the most part of the game against Gold Coast now. Yep. So there's a bigger piece at play here that ultimately this speaks to what we spoke about last week. You need to put teams away when you have the chance because we're now we've got the eleventh best percentage in the comp. The four teams below us who are a game behind us would all jump us with a win. Correct. Look what St Kilda did to the Hawks. Yep. Yep. Put them away. Well, they they got into the same position we were in and kept going. Kept going. Yep. And they would. I reckon they would have used us as a. They would have used us. I reckon they would have said, "Don't give them a stiff. Don't get them. Let them get back in. Don't do what Carlton. Don't did. do what Carlton did. Yep. Carlton should have won the game by twelve goals, but we didn't. We did win. We left a lot of percentage on the table, and now that that can be that half a game, that can be that tiebreaker. And it's another example of that disrespect that we we still we're feel that chasing, the opposition has for us. Like we're going to be chasing if we're level on points, pretty much for the rest of the season. Now we're we're going to be chasing the teams above us because we're going to be le- we're going to be behind on percentage. So, an issue. Ultimately, um, I think that you know on that point again, learning the lesson is that I'm firmly of the belief that if you win, you lose, you draw, you learn a lesson. Whatever that is, you know, you review it, you determine it. Might be good, might be bad. We walked out of the G last week having been outplayed for two and a half quarters, having been outplayed, you know, for the second week in a row now on Sunday. And on both occasions, our stoppage dominance was curtailed and our um, scoring power heavily curtailed. Um, AFL coaching panels have a lot of nows. You know, you, you mock them here and there and this, that and the other. But as a rule, they can pretty simply figure out what teams are doing well, what they like to do. And, okay, what can we do to stop that? We go to you, Fabaganish. Are you ready? I've been ready the whole time. Except for the five minutes you had your headphones off, but that's fine. You were throwing to Tim. What have you made of the performance of our coaching box in the last two weeks? It doesn't appear to have... From afar, obviously, it's hard to always pick when you're watching TV what moves are being made, but it just seems to be that there hasn't been the want to really throw things around to arrest momentum in the last two weeks or 
what, seven quarters especially. Change either personnel or, or some sort of structure. We've been burnt, I felt, through the middle of the park. Don't worry about clearances and stuff. I'm talking about running through the middle of the park for the last seven quarters. Have we allowed that to be, you know, we discussed last week that, you know, we kind of dared Hawthorne to go through the middle, but we kind of got eaten up through there and Gold Coast pretty much did the same as well. So when are we going corridor? We do occasionally, but we do we, we do we do like to go wider. Um, and to be honest with you, that might even be a consequence more of a particularly on the weekend when Cripps goes down. And Kennedy's a good outlet on along the tram lines because he's a good mark. Um, and and then they obviously like to use hands coming through. But generally, we're a bit more conservative. But and we lacked creativity. Absolutely. And look. Yeah. All, the whole thing about have we been figured out is a bit premature, but it is, it is a question worth putting on the radar because including practice games, we've now given the competition five looks at us. Yep. So they've had five looks moving into the Suns game. The game moved very quickly. In the second half against the Dogs, we kicked 4-2 to 6-9, so six shots to 15. Yep. In the second half against Hawthorne, we kicked 2-3 to 7-2. Had five shots on goal for a quarter, uh, for a half. We're not yep. creating chances. And we won one quarter against Hawthorne, just the one. Well, that was, a, then, that was a stat that I read that scared me yeah. because that was the one thing that we hung our hat on, hat on last year was yeah. we'd play one bad quarter, but the rest of the game we were often superior to the opposition. Well, then on the, against the Suns on the Sunday, we won the second quarter by a point, having looked better value than that entering time on. Like we were going to chip right away at their 15-point lead and be a kick down or whatever. But we only won the quarter by a point. And we won the last quarter when the game's over by seven points. Yeah. And you, you're sort of going, Jesus Christ. So that to me is that, that thing of what started off as very explosive, very expressive, very good to watch, has now very quickly been shackled. Yep. So why is that? Are the coaches aware of it? Do we have then an evolution that is a different look at it, a different way? Because we, we, can't, we can't just keep kicking the ball to packs. Well, we're playing markers up. It's ridiculous. You, We've reverted right. back to markers up, and it's something that we all had, like we're all pretty vocal about it last year, but... Just to see it happening again, it's just it's, it's mind boggling. Well, and and Harry is it is Harry it Harry doesn't do it like he, he took a couple of marks when he was sort of coming from deep and his his pace at the contest just sees him sort of split the pack and he's got good hands, but he's not normally the guy that's jumping over people. Tom DeConning can do it, but he'll take one in twenty. Um, and Charlie, when he times it, can take a really good pack mark, but I don't. I don't want that to be our one would that that can't be our our first means of attack. That's just happens now and again. We have to be more creative and and use the ball better and hit targets and rely on a variety of options to be able to hit the scoreboard. The other frustrating thing for me, I thought on the night was, and when you go to the Gold Coast and when day becomes night, it becomes very greasy. You know this as dusk rolls in. Don't be surprised by that. No, that's we, we knew we didn't have our number one ruckman. So this is a similar. Paolo question. was saying that it was it it wasn't that like humid and it was there was a, a breeze. So I don't think it was as. So when it becomes when it when we get to the second half, and dusk settles in, it does get a bit dewy. So the idea being here, Timbo, coach's box got a, a bit dewy. Dewy dew. This is a bit similar to the, the question before, but you know we, we know we we know we don't have our first ruck we know that wits is going to get hands to most of the stuff out there we know that we're going to be roving to him predominantly we know all these different factors about the conditions were you satisfied with how we assessed the contest and read the green 
to kind of give us the best opportunity to, to win the game. That was going to be, like we said, I mean, 13 points against Melbourne. Couldn't shake them. Yeah. Well, look, I think I think when Pitto went down, um, when Pitto went down, you knew you were going in with TDK against Wits. You know Wits is a big guy. He is still coming off an ACL, so you thought, look, is this guy potentially going to be as dominant as you worry that he might be? I didn't think that he would be. And and also, I still remember a young DeConning getting exposed to have to ruck against Brody Grundy and against Nick Natanui and getting awfully worried by that, and he acquitted himself really, really well. But I think what you learn is against those athletic jumping ruckmen, he can match it, but put him up against a really, really big body that he gets nullified too easily. And we don't think TDK's form as a ruckman going into this game had been at all stellar. So I don't think we had really, really high hopes. But you thought, I don't think Wits will get a hold of us. But wow, we did. And um, and, 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 and as much as we love JSOS, he's not... he, He, as a second ruckman, he can't make any inroads into Wits at all. Your only hope is you is he doesn't beat you in the clearance and you've got an extra body on the ground. And, and that was yeah. our only opportunity. And with Cripps out, another big body on the ground, if that's where the ball ends up, gives you a chance. But the horse had bolted by the stage. JSOS was trying to impact the game for the midfield. So, Where do you uh, sit on the ruck conversation now, Fubba Ganesh? You've got to admit when you're wrong, I was of the opinion early days, might have been in our season preview, that I think I still don't rate Mark Pitnett. Obviously, he's proven to be our clear number one. I didn't think Tom DeConning would have been that far off, but he was v- very far off. It's a bad matchup on the weekend. But I don't understand. He, 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 his actual rucking was so bad. It's not like he was getting monstered or anything. He's, he's, he's leaping at the wrong times. He's just around the ground. He should be able to be keeping up. He's not competing around the ground. He's... Well, this is a problem. His efforts against Hawthorne weren't that great either. This is a problem. So with a guy like TDK, he's rucked against Ned Reeves and he's rucked against Jared Witts, and they're two very traditional ruckmen. The direction for TDK has to be your weapons are athleticism, your weapons are agility, your weapons are spread from contest. Yep. And whether he is incapable of exhibiting one of those, two of those, all of those, the last two weeks he's had difficult matchups for him in terms of size but really favourable matchups in just about every other way. And it's a bit of a concern he hasn't been able to transfer that into, okay, mate, we're going to lose the hit out, that's fine, but you're going to be running this guy around. Mm. You're going to be up on the wing, you're going to be blowing him up. Yep, yep. Hasn't been and, able to do you it. have to find a way. Has he been told to do it? Who knows? Well, you'd think Matty Cruiser would do that because Matty Cruiser had that big engine and, and was the all-ground footballer, so... He would know what he would do, so he would. You would think that he's articulating it to TDK as well. So whether whether he didn't, whether he couldn't, don't know. And and selection this week is going to be fascinating because, um, well, actually, it will be interesting this week because I think DeConning will probably come up against Sam Hayes, who is taller than TDK is, but not by a lot. And he's a guy who, I don't know, if that, will it be Sam Hayes' debut? Whereas he might have played a couple of games in backup to Lysette in, in previous seasons. I'm not, and I can't commit to that, but with Lysette out, um, 
we're not coming up against Stella Ruckman. So it may be the week that TDK can get that well, confidence kill Pitto, if, if Pitto doesn't play. But I would expect Pitto to play. I would expect Pitto to play too. He, look, and, and if he's available, he absolutely It was plays. a back, was it not? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. look, ultimately... They're finicky though. Well, it depends on what. You know, has he... I think he'd be right. I don't has, has he been dinged up and bruised? Is he carrying just, a stress no, fracture? He's, he's, Did he have no, spasms? Was I, he tight? I or was it just... I think he was just tight. Yeah. But look, ultimately on the on the conversation, there's a bit of conversation. Everyone needs to cool their jets, pump the brakes, do whatever the hell they need to. Alex Murkov is not ready. Correct. Stop talking about Alex Murkov playing senior football at any stage. Even, to be honest with is you... Is he better than TDK in the ruck? No. Not yet. Oh, that isn't, that he's tall, nothing. he's raw, he's like a praying mantis. Well, can like, I ask one but question? But people talking about him going up against Jared Witts. It would have been worse. Yeah. Like just, Alex Murkov looks like a really raw, long-term prospect that I'm not going to actually cast any judgment on because he just needs to play a full year in the twos. Like, we've spoken about this in the past. I don't know how dire the situation would have to be for us to play him. Look, I agree, because I, I just don't think he's ready at all. I think the question that I don't think I've heard anyone ask coming out of the game was, could you have used Lewis Young in the ruck? He rucked in a final, I think, against Essendon last year. Um, when Stefan Martin wasn't available. And he wasn't number one ruck, but Western Bulldogs were still persisting with sticking Tim English forward rather than playing on the ball. So Lewis Young can do it. Is that a decision in-game that is brutal, but is sort of a bit of a vote of no confidence in TDK? Yeah, very possibly. And they but, go, they but, go, that's but, brutal. That is brutal to do that. But to, equally... To take fucking Garrett Cole out in the second innings against the Red Sox or whoever it was. Yeah. Going, it's a brutal call. But yeah, equ- but he was but, getting smashed. But, but that, equally, equally, when you're not playing TDK, you're rucking JSOS, and he's not the answer either. So do you... Do well, you I don't know why do, it's Do you fashion cover just, for the Jesus, other key forward? Mate, just stay on the ground all the time. Don't yeah. even jump. Just stay on the ground... And you know what else, mate? Because Wits isn't going to take it out of the ruck. Just stay on the ground and look at Noah Anderson's chopping us up. Just basically stand in front of Anderson. Yep. Go, where's he? And just go and stand in front of him. I'm contesting the ruck. Yep. No, you're not. Yep. You're just blocking him. But then, as you say, if you ruck Lewis Young against Wits, maybe doing more than staying there and doing nothing. What's Explain to me. I might be a simpleton when it comes to this. Ruck blocking. Oh, mate, what, don't, what, don't even start. Don't. What is it? I think it's just a way of relieving the contest. No, I, I, I think I think the umpires are given the directive that says the moment a ruckman takes his eye off the ball and focuses on the opposition ruckman and makes contact, your the ball is not your primary uh, target, and so therefore you have just conceded a free kick. Mm. I don't really want to get bogged down on laws of the game. No, 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 no. and 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 not when it's too hard to follow at the best of times. Hundred percent. So. Um, look, regarding some stats, I went through and sort of got some bits and pieces that kind of tell an interesting tale. Uh, we're plus 36 disposals. We had a greater disposal efficiency. We were minus 16 in inside 50s, but we had a greater scoring efficiency once we went inside 50. We were negative 16 in clearance. We were negative 13 contested. We were plus 45 in uncontested. We were minus 13 in turnovers. We were plus 22 in marks. We were plus 32 in tackles. Timbo, these stats paint a picture of us playing the wrong game. I look at those numbers and I go, it wasn't about possessions or being clean on Sunday night. It was about territory. Yep. It was about surge footy. It was get it forward and back your blokes into win two on two. Just create opportunity. Create, and, I, and I always just love to say, ask the question. Ask the question of the opposition. Like we're, trying to, we're, we're, trying, we're trying to control the game yeah. based on those numbers. 
and, and we're failing and because we're, failing. we're not getting it inside 50. And if we are getting it inside 50, we're not getting it in with any effectiveness. Like plus 22 marks, that screams to me, Fab, that they've We've, got no issue with us taking those marks back of centre. No. no problem whatsoever. We'll get our numbers back. You're going to kick into a wall of us. Yep. All good. And then they, they wanted that space to just exploit and they ran back the other way and they, they, they were prepared to bet that they had better leg speed and could cut through us. And, to, and took risks knowing that, yep. you know, if it gets turned over, they're almost set up for it to, to come back. But then when they get those bounces where who fresh added out of the... Weller. Far out. Yeah, exactly right. If, if you that played, in the goal. If you played this mob next week, would you be confident of winning? Yep. Yeah, that's what I reckon too. We playing them here. The last seven quarters haven't given me any confidence, to be honest. No, no, no I'm with you. I just I'm think that you. up there they're wily and slippery, and yep. it can be difficult. And, and look, we, I'm, I always love, I'm always fascinated with this side of it. I love it when, um, a coach gets to play against his old team. And Michael Voss has come off, what, six years at Port Adelaide? And he gets them at 0-4. They're vulnerable. He knows them. He knows their strengths. He knows what they've he done. Knows he knows how they want to respond. He knows how to unpick them on what's worked against them. So, Well, he knows what they don't like. Well, this is, this is the week where Michael Voss gets to show us that he knows how to pull the strings, get a response, get a victory. And it's over to you, Michael. As a quote that was probably wrongly attributed to Roy Keane, Fail to prepare. Prepare to fail. It's been a thousand years old, yeah, that one. I, know, I don't know how, got, don't know how uh, Roy Keane got it, but yeah. Another one was uh, victories in the preparation. But ultimately what I wanted to see uh, was a decisive performance, and my wish was granted. It was just from the wrong team. Um, you know, we had sluggish finishes against the Dogs, white-knuckled finale against the Hawks. I wanted to see us do to the Suns what they did. And, Fab, we need to see a, a, something approximating a complete performance sooner rather than later. I'm not saying an idealised, utopian, four-quarter domination. Every team has their moments. But we certainly need to see something better than we've seen in the last seven quarters. Absolutely, in the last seven quarters. But even in the 16 quarters, we haven't been... probably We're probably on top for more of the game in the Bulldogs game. But even the Richmond game, it was arguably a 50-50. We just finished, you know comprehensively better than them. I can see Timbo shaking his head, but I don't think we've been convincingly the better side in the four weeks. I reckon when Richmond scored, I don't think they were playing better than us, and I thought we weren't scoring when we had the better of them, and then when it and when we got it on our terms in the final quarter, I think we it proved that we had been better for longer than Richmond. I, I, I actually thought I thought we were soundly better than them in round one, myself. Um, but I'd take your point too. So, I think that ultimately the other thing I wanted to see was our midfield validate the praise. It yep. had been spoken up in the first three weeks. And justifiably, justifiably so. Justifiably, they're mm. very good. No wits will dominate first touch. We, we spoke about that earlier. That's going to happen. Rove to him. Be aggressive when it hits the deck. Realise that... Don't get beaten by what you know. Realise we're not going to be getting hands on this. So... That didn't happen, Tim. Yep. Um, and that was sort of disappointing. And that's not a... People need to be realistic. They talk about when TDK's in the ruck, and particularly when Sauce is in the ruck or someone else. But when TDK, they're sitting there going, mate, give us a contest, give us what you... Give us your best. But everyone in the room knows, realistically, Wits is going to get to it first. Yep. If you can pick off a couple, that's great. But we're going to be reacting to him. 
react to him, be ready for where he's going to put it, and either you get it off his hands or you're ready to tackle as the guy that it goes to. As soon as it's in dispute, yep. it's red zone. Yep. It's fucking switch on. Let's get to it. Let's make sure it's – if they get their hands to it, we get their hands to them. Yep. And it just it just didn't happen. It, it was so frustrating to watch. And, and again, it's that learning experience and it's now the opportunity to be able to react and respond and show that's us it. what you do. Be and challenged. Yep. Bounce back. And then lastly, Fab, I wanted to pressure their back six because their back six is fucking bad. And yeah, um, we need to put pressure on it. You put pressure on them, they will crack. Uh, like you said, that Harry moment, we would have had three goals in no time. Um, and that's not a knock on Harry or Charlie or whatever, but you just like just didn't come um, come together. Yep. But put pressure on them, they'll crack. We didn't do it. didn't happen. No. We didn't. We had a couple of moments, what it have been in the third quarter, where we had like little periods where we were – Look like we're starting to build momentum, but even the pressure we did put them under, it was our entries just they would rather defend in the way we attacked than the alternative. We 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 gave them no real headache over the whole day, and because because of the midfield domination of Gold Coast, you know it 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 didn't allow us. Like, look, the, I don't think the forwards worked well enough on the weekend, but I also think, given the fact that we were driving every offensive play from, you know, further back in the ground, it just, it lent itself to more and more congestion, which then, you know, then we start kicking long and then so forth, and then it all becomes very Teague-ish, which... Yep. Um, you don't want to be Teague-ish. No, but um, no, it was just... Nothing really clicked. Chicken salads, this will be short. Um, the back six, I thought, all things considered, particularly our core of expensively assembled half-backs uh, were the standouts. That's never a good thing when you're thinking who are our best players and you're going, Saad, Williams, Doc. Going, Doc was good. Going, geez, it's probably those three, isn't it? Yep. A couple other guys tried hard and yep. stuck at their task. But That's the problem, is... I just wanted to raise this while we're talking about the back six. Is Jacob Wittering sticking to a task, taking away from his? Well, we spoke about this pre-season. I didn't. And, and I, the, I, I the didn't. Is, I didn't think the Gold Coast would be the team that would well, try and do smart it. Well, well, the funny thing is that the moment that I think sealed the game. Well, Levi outmarking him. No, 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 no. It was um, we were we were battling to get it out of defence. Like the the. Gold Coast forwards were putting pressure on us. We'd given away a couple of 50-metre penalties through lack of discipline, um, something that we'd said had been a strength of ours early in the season. And Lewis Young switched it, gave it to Jacob Wiedering. Jacob was going to run up and, and push it wide and up the, the wing, and he did elect to try and take the risky 45 kick and take the game on, which I will give Jacob Wiedering the licence to do that any time he wants to make that decision. What do I feel, Timbo? That if if and and, and he just missed the kick. Yeah, he, he that's missed the fine. kick. But yeah. it was it, it was like if, um, that. That was the proof that today's not our day because it's just not coming off. And and you kind of almost say, throw this game in the bin, move on, and let's just front up next week. If Tim Davis was the main character of Total Recall, your <laughs> recall would just be like almost moments from Carlton games. Well, it's just your, your reality of like reliving these moments. Would you be like just? Weeder's missing a switch. Yeah. And, and look, look, it's, it's like, it, don't you it, want to see a premiership, Timber? You're like, no. No, I definitely do. I definitely <laughs> do. But it's just, I, 
I think I just remember the moments where you're going, oh, this could be the, this could be good, this could be good, this could be good. Ah, uh, fuck, it's bad again. It's bad. <laughs> uh, look, I thought Williams had got in a tit-for-tat with uh, old mate A. Aaron on Twitter about this. The guy, I said, look, mate, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree. You didn't want to do that, so you just kept going, so I had to block him. Um, I'll, I'll unblock <laughs> you him. You blocked at, him. I'll unblock him at some point. You used oh. No, because he just kept going. I said, mate, I think... Yeah, but just... that's what you do no, too. No, 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 but I said, I go, look, we we'll probably have to agree to disagree on this one. You clearly... It's like the Spider-Man meme. You're Spider-Man. You're it was Spider-Man. like, we were going on, I just went, look, untag me if you want to continue the conversation with the other guy. Continue it, just untag us. Yep. He didn't. And I said, look, untag us. What was he? What was his, his view? He said he was shit-ass. He said Williams was shit-ass. He was shocking. He was no good. He's a turnover merchant though. We was turning the ball over because we were hemmed in deep yeah, in our I defensive know, I, I kicking know, to no one, mate. He was one of our best players. No, I'm of the not day. saying no, no. I, I, I if it agree. Wasn't for him and Doc and Saad, we would have lost by 15 goals. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I don't the, think he was worth three votes, though. I didn't give him three votes. No, no. Looked, what did you give him? One, one. vote. Look, he had 37, and he had yeah. 31 kicks, and, and he was and, unbelievably and clean when the ball was coming in like a bar of soap. Again, and we were yeah, under pressure. I agree, and and this, I'm still trying to, I am still trying to work out what he is and how we use him. But if he's a guy that can get that much of the footy, then if it just comes back to decision making, where the bloke up the ground is, like he he will miss he will miss a couple of kicks. And if you get a thirty, if you're having thirty one kicks, you're not going to be operating at a hundred percent. And where you're getting him, he's getting him real deep. And I got a note here that it was the bad old days of Teague when the ball was coming in so hot and it was actually coming in quite deep. So when we were leaving D fifty, we were only getting it to sixty five yeah, meters, maybe. Because we were being outplayed. We were being going, outplayed. This isn't a Zach, this and isn't a Zach Williams Zach issue. Zach Williams' first priority is oh, I've just got to get it get out. Get it out. Get it out. And hopefully Charlie yep. or Harry or TDK or yep. Soss or Kennedy, yep. hopefully someone is maybe there or can bring it to ground create a contest. Didn't happen. Uh, Doc was really good again. Um, he's having a good season. Saad was great. Yeah, absolutely. So clean. Look, would you, despite, I, I thought he was one of the best on the ground, but would you have moved him? I thought our, I thought our forward pressure was as low as it's been at the start of the year. Would you not have moved him forward? No. Not forward. Maybe on in and around wing. the midfield. You, you, the you made the comment in game, Fabian, just, just while to provide we were that, Just to provide that spark, that yeah. tackle pressure. that We had none of it. Absolutely none yeah, of it. His point of difference on the night was his ability to gather the ball so cleanly and immediately relieve pressure yeah, yeah. by just being able to pick the ball up. Yeah. Um, Fa- I, I, Fabian I made across, the comment about putting Zach Williams on the ball. You know, I, and, I think, and, and that that's we recruited him on the back of him having a successful day doing that. In a day where it wasn't working around the ball, throwing Zach on the ball would have been nice. We needed to replace Cripps with someone. Correct. Correct. And, and Jordan Boyd came in. If that re- if that releases Zach Williams up onto yeah. the ball and Jordan Boyd sticks to the defensive role, I have no problems with that. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But at least that, you're doing something. That feels something. like, and I'll probably explain this principle for the red team, the idea that you're putting together whatever your plan might be and you bring in a set of eyes who have not seen it what any any of it they don't know it at all you know it back to front you've developed it and the red team the idea is the red blood cells they attack yep so the red team comes in what's our contingency if patrick cripps gets injured and well, you're sort of going my attitude if i'm picking apart carlton's game plan I'm, I'm sitting there going patrick cripps gets injured mid-game jacob weedering goes down mid-game yeah just going what's the contingency what happens yeah because we need to plan for that, so it doesn't matter who we're playing. Yeah, I would have thought the the coaching staff would have thought that we had enough depth in there yeah, and rotations to cover Crips. Nah, I, I, by the way, they acted surely not because they didn't do anything. They didn't. Yeah, really I know there was no. Yeah. You're going, you got to replace. You got to replace the body in the stoppage, and I don't care. I don't really give a shit who it is. 
Mm. It's got to be someone. And and you had to think with Kennedy, Kennedy and Hewitt. Kennedy just had a bad day. Well, he did. He did. And, I don't and, think and it was through he, lack of effort. No, no, he, he, I agree. Nothing worked for him. Yeah, I nothing agree. at all. And we're going to forgive him because absolutely he, he's played too well for too long. Well, you know what, Timbo? He wasn't David Caruso. He was not David Caruso, and nor was he Daniel Larusso. No. Um, the other one I had here for the the only other chicken salad I had here was um, the performance of the seconds, who obviously went up there and got the job done. Fifty two points. Uh, they beat Box Hill by forty six points a week before, and forty two points against Brisbane in round one. They sit top of the VFL ladder, three from three. Got a percentage of one hundred and eighty six. Um, and they're putting upward pressure on their senior teammates. They are, which is all we've ever asked for. That's all they have to do. And your boy Ben Crocker looked like he had a good game again. Yeah, I didn't see much of it, to be honest. Kick four. Was he, how, was he Sean, how was he Sean's mate? Well, no, uh, Sean was just saying, as far as utilising your reserves as an ability to be able to attract other players because you're going to promote with from within. A reward. The, the, the comment was, could you have recorded... Re- could you have rewarded Ben Crocker with a spot on your oh, yeah, senior Yeah, I think list? We, the other week we were talking, it was Crocker and Parsons with the yeah, two standout right. guys. Yep. Use them as a means to attract others um, to make the competitive or the team more competitive. And that was um, good too because it was obviously without a couple of guys who would have otherwise played because of the COVID close contacts. They yep. got caught up in that. Um, so to go up there and win so handsomely without a few of the guys who you would like to see in the team and would probably bring something to the team was really encouraging. Um, no more chicken salads? Oh, and look, I was just going to expand on that and say, look, there was, what, 30, sorry, 66 possessions, I think, between Liam Stocker and Paddy Dow. There so, seems to be some conflicting reports as to whether Dow played in the last quarter. Some guy was on Twitter again was saying he was shit house, he's no good. I was like, I heard he only played the three quarters. No, he didn't. He played the whole cup, blah, blah. And well, I'm going, and can I was, you have 30 and two? Was that the previous week? That was the previous week. Yeah, okay. Apparently that was all rubbish. I said he had 15 clearances. He goes, all garbage. So I said, okay, well, fair enough. You obviously don't rate him. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, again, I think soccer comes... We're going to talk about that later. We'll, we'll and talk the mil- about selection later. And, but the, and the million-dollar question is, where did Stocker play to get his 36? And if he's playing inside midfield and Cripps doesn't play on the weekend, then he is um, a, a huge chance of replacing that I role. don't think Stocks is coming in. And playing midfield. Not well, first game back. Well, I agree with you. I, I think you'd probably ease him into the fray more than that. I think he plays. I think he comes uh, back okay. in. I don't think Plough keeps his spot. Did Plough do a lot wrong? No, I'm not saying he's, he did. He's, just, he's the whipping boy. No, no, I'm not whipping him, but would you rather have Plough or Stock? Well, one of them can legitimately play on an opponent. Stock didn't do too bad. Did he? Yeah, Who I thought... I'm saying last year playing down back. Damn near killed Brady Majek. <laughs> I, 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 I like Liam Stocker, but this so idea... Do I. And I don't think he's bad behind but the we've ball. Got, I mean, I think then we've got four of the same type of player in a back six. We've got Stocker, Saad, Doherty, Williams. You're going, some of them are playing on someone, and yeah. none of them really like to. Well, there's no Charlie Dixon yet, hopefully. Is that correct? Uh, definitely not. So... No Lysette, no Wines. Robbie Gray? No, and Robbie Gray's a question mark. And that prick will come back. Jeremy he'll, he'll, He will come back. Yeah, he will come back. Um, I mean, look, we'll go on to the chicken. We're going to talk about selection later. We'll go on to the chicken shits. Um, number one, no individual response. We've kind of touched on it. After Cripps went down, a bit like last week, it looked like the group was waiting for someone else to be the match winner. Yep. Um, you know, 
I thought Hewitt battled really manfully, but his game to me was a bit more about damage limitation than it was damage itself. Yeah, he was um, he was defending and trying to help, which and is a role. Stem the bleed and all that sort and, of stuff, and he can only do so much. Agreed. Adam Chair had a bad night; he only had the fifteen touches. Yep. Walsh tried really hard, but he's clearly impacted by his ankle. He is. Um, it's the most obvious thing in football, and, and the fact that no one's really interrogating or talking about it more is extraordinary. He's a luxury footballer at the moment yeah. because we can have him out there. He can run, still, he can accumulate, and he hits targets. Yeah, he makes great decisions. He's, he's still all right. But he's not, he's in his not, body, he is not no, right. He's not 100%. He's not Sam Walsh. Um, you know, we had 16 players tally fewer than 20 possessions on the night, so when we needed players to pick up the slack, we didn't need one player to be Patrick Cripps. We needed a group of them to collectively pull together. Yep. So when we had Fisher, O'Brien, Chera, Kennedy, Martin and Fogarty, guys, we, we would like to be having more than 15, 16 touches when Cripps is done. Yep. Um, all, all sort of just couldn't quite come to the party. Precious few. Yeah. Um, I thought actually early, I thought Fish was okay. So did I. Yeah, I thought he was all right. And um, I thought Fogarty worked hard without reward, but again, there was a lot of the lot of times. We always joke, Fabian and I always sort of said it that if handballing at an opposition, uh, a teammate's player's feet was elite. was was elite football, <laughs> champion data. We, we were we were through the roof, champion um, data, because it just seemed we we just made it that little bit harder for one another than. We could have afforded it to be. So, mm. um, I thought we just went down without a with a bit of a whimper. Fab ultimately yeah. once they once they gapped us, that was sort of it. It's kind of. I think I think they yeah they threw it in a little bit, a little bit early. It felt like the I, way I, you'd I, lose to a Melbourne as opposed to the way that you'd lose to a Gold Coast. Look, I don't think yeah, I, I think they gave it. I thought I think in their mind they gave it a crack and weren't making any inroads and then kind of just went. Nah. Today it's a bit hard today. Bit hard today, which isn't a great attitude to have. But nothing, oh, honestly, nothing worked. Anything did, we did, did, even the few things we did try, it just. Well, what about go back to our old mate Roy Keane? You seen what he said? He goes, just 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 hit someone. Start a fight. He goes, fuck. He goes, if I wasn't at the races, I was playing poorly. He goes, I just just went through someone. Yeah. He goes, to get myself in the game, to fire myself up, to fire the crowd up, to fire the opposition mm. up. He goes, just tackle someone real hard. Well, I'd rather... I'd give rather away see, a free kick. I'd rather see Lockie play oh, do we that, plenty of that than give away a 50-metre penalty and gift a goal just, just go, to, to a pretender like Ben Ainsworth, a kid with so much talent that has achieved nothing, and you let him, and you let him get under You're your You're talking about Nick Newman. It was Nick Newman, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, either Not or. Not player. Yeah, but either, either way... Whoever the player is, rather than letting a little pissant, you know, non-footballer. Sorry to the Ainsworths. <laughs> Timbo's just got your I boy just, in the gun. Is he in Ainsworth? Ainsworth, yeah. Yeah, and but he Ainsworth plays for Brisbane. Yeah, but he 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 was destined for for greatness. Damn. He was pick four. They maybe load that whistle. Look, up. look, Timbo. He's no Josh Battle. We know that. <laughs> but Jesus, Tim. How did Josh Battle go on the weekend? By the way, I didn't see a second of that game against Sean's Hawks. I was leaving. I was in the car. Yeah, fair enough. You were driving past. I was driving past your place at Probably, four yeah. o'clock, <laughs> as we detailed earlier. Um, this is one that I need to discuss because I've just I'm at my wit's end. Jack Martin needs a brutal wake up call. He's he needs underperforming. He's underperforming. I'm going to compare. I'm going to compare his season averages to his career ones, and this is they're already very modest stats. He's down three disposals. He's down a tackle. 
His goals are still 0.8 of a goal a game. Um, he's down 10 AFL fantasy points. He hasn't set a new career high in any statistical, meaningful statistical measurement since 2020, and that was goals on his Carlton debut. In the Richmond game, um, yeah. His best game possession-wise was against us in 2017 when he played across half-back. Yep. In two full games for us this year, he's had 24 total disposals, he's laid four total tackles, and he's kicked one goal. What, 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 are, what are his career averages? Just in, in disposals. 15. Which is, that's not bad, given that he... We're getting he, 12. Yeah. We're getting he, he is, at the moment, on form, he's not in our best team. And I've actually got questions now about his talent. I, I, this is one of those where you, I'm not giving him any more grace. I'm not making any more excuses yeah, but he, for him. He shows it in moments. No, he doesn't. Oh, his last quarter against Richmond, when he was in the play... Having barely touched the ball. The, yeah, I, I understand. The problem yet, with him is... And the kid is, had COVID. <laughs> You look at <laughs> Mate, you look at um, long COVID because he has been dreadful. I and I, I hope I'm saying this. I, I, hope, I love Jack Martin, but I he's, hope, mate, yeah. I hope I'm putting the moz on him. Yeah, he comes out and does enough. a Charlie Kurnow against mm. Hawthorne, um, against uh, what's it, the Bulldogs? Yeah, pot him a bit I more. hope because <laughs> what we're seeing from this guy at the moment is not good enough. No, because and 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 what is the potential? Like, and some, he's on huge money. Yeah, look, well, he wouldn't be anymore. He was on huge money for two years. With the life of his contract, he's on astronomical money. I don't know and that he is. I think he's I on think about 700 plus ish. I reckon he's on 600 and he got paid 800 plus. I think he got paid a million in his first. Yeah, he was yeah, really high early. Regardless of what he's on, Timbo. Yeah, yeah. His the output, problem, his the, output the problem is with subpar. Him, the problem with him, take Matty Kennedy's weekend performance. Stinker. But you saw him. It was efforts. It, it, was, it was there. Look, be there to stuff up. Do you remember a couple of years ago when I said Lockie Plowman's kind of been hiding? He wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. He wasn't putting himself in positions to do things wrong. I'd rather see you do. Jack Martin's just never involved. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Richmond game, the Richmond game, we all legitimately said, is this bloke playing? So, oh, mate, you know what? So I would have done a Ken not- Sheldon. Mate, I would have done a Ken Sheldon on Devo. Craig Devonport, yeah. I would have gone up to him, grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and gone, you're going in the first centre bounce. Yeah. And you're there to hit someone to win the ball because... That's it. Well, and and this this is the thing. What what's the move? Do you do you read in the riot act midweek and you say you got this week to be able to prove 100%. yourself? And if not, you play twos. Hundred percent. Do you do you play him off half back instead? Do you no. stick him on no. a wing? No. Do you play him inside? We're going to stop fucking with half back. No, no, half back, no, mate. We've got too many half backs. No, 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 we're going to be playing with six half backs no, no, on the weekend. The way but, we're but going. No, what I, we need to do. But you've got to do something with him. No, no. He's a half forward. Yep. That's where he's been training to play. That's where we've recruited him to play. Stop making excuses and moving him around to cover up for his shortcomings in the position we've recruited him to play. Give him the reading the right act. He's got one more week. If he delivers what he's been delivering, you're having a spell. Okay. It's he's got really to get, that simple. He's got to get involved. I don't know if it's just he's not on his bike enough, whether he's fit enough. Well, and this is the thing. Would you even stick him in the goal square and have the other guys push up the ground and Mate, even give the moment forward, last week, I reckon getting get... towards the ball, not away from Mate, it. Yeah, even okay. the moment last week, when he comes on against Hawthorne, you go, you mark that ball, Jack. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But when you sit on the bench for three and three quarter quarters, he's and the freshest man on the field. Yeah, I know. He got. He, he, it was a good, good enough there. effort for me. It was there. But yeah. you mark the ball, and I, it's game over, Jack. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. And and that and the a Jack, player of the your Jack talent. Martin, I know and I love takes that mark and kicks that. Does goal. he? He does. Does he? What yeah. have we seen him do it? He's well, had one game against Richmond. One. Let's be honest. He's no, had no. one half. Oh, okay. Was he's it last year or the year before? Two years ago. Two years ago. He's had one half against Richmond. Two years ago, he's been yeah. injured otherwise, inconsistently performing otherwise. He needs to do more. He needs to do more. And it's not going to be hiding him somewhere else. No, no, no. I'm, at the expense of I'm not of asking else. him to... I, I'm trying to catalyse... He doesn't have the wheels or the tank 
to be pushed up on a wing or anything like that. The one thing they've always said about Jack Martin is he's hard, and, and you're right. So he has to be around the ball. Mm. He has to be near it. And this is the problem, And he's got Ken. to split a few packs and this give the, the ball and bring other people into the game. We keep on hearing, oh, the one thing we've always heard about Jack Martin, Gary Ablett's comments about him being the most talented. We've always heard this talk, and it's never materialised into anything, and it has to start doing so. Excuse me, sorry. very quickly. You've been very loud with your breathing and your yawning and your coughing and your sighing. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that. Um, clearly, Walsh, as we mentioned... What about is, my punching? Am I going to be is, is there with that? Um, so who was that? And this isn't a knock on Walsh. We spoke about Walsh yeah, before. He's this not, is, he's this not is ready. more a knock on the fitness staff as such. He's not 100%. But, but equally, and I just hope this isn't doing him any harm. Well, it screams Dale Thomas to me. Dale Thomas did this injury, had longer out. Um, well, Stocker, so I don't, have that, I don't yeah. have that luxury of what you just did. You can if you signal to me. I'm going to signal to you before I sneeze or cough. Yeah, just put your hand up. It's a, it's a quick reaction type thing. Okay. Um, but in time, they come good, but I don't know whether we're waiting three well, weeks, did his before. three Stock- months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stocker did his considerably before, and but, Walsh but played he, six weeks before. But is Stocker running on top of the ground at the moment either? We, that, well, we haven't had, seen. He just had 35. Know. In the twos. He just had 35. His first game back dominated. In, in the twos. So. Gold Coast twos. Um, yeah, but I think, but is Walsh? It's just going to take time. Absolutely. Is is I'm, be, I'm beginning George, to George Harrison style. It's better to play him than not to play him. Is it not? Uh, not if it's. Do you reckon his alternative is better than what he's I, providing? He's not making it worse he, by playing. He's not. Well, we don't know that. Yeah, I'm saying he's not providing. I, I'm almost certain of it. Well, Timbo, we need to say this. You're not a real doctor. What? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sit there and with the confidence you just said that to me, I would have thought you could have fooled our listeners with how quickly you're on that, that you went to medical school, <laughs> that you did uh, an internship, that you were a resident and so a doctor. You've done de- none of that. So, take down those degrees. <laughs> um, See, I'm hearing what you're saying and I'm just not taking any stock in it whatsoever. <laughs> uh, lastly, the defensive composition was frustrating. my stethoscope. That, that bloke... Uh, Rosas or whatever his name oh, is. Oh, Mel- I wrote that. Malcolm Roses. They keep Roses. calling him Who Roses. Who the fuck is this bloke? I've Roses. Heard, I've never heard. Cadbury. Old mate Cadbury Roses. I've never heard of this bloke in my life. Yeah. Um, and he kicks three. He just, he's just... That's that's why you don't win. Of the same goal. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right. Obviously, Lewis Young struggled second up in that key defensive post, which was disappointing because he was really good the week before, which was a bit frustrating. But he was beaten by Mabby or Chol oh, you know, on the ground with a bit of... Him. Yeah, so anyway. Absolutely like, chasing Chol will do that, and he's, he's a left footer, and he was always on the right, you know, the right side for a left footer because he positioned himself well. Good luck to you, Mabby. Still don't know why it wasn't 50-metre penalty against yeah, you, but anyway, you're big I on this. Well, the media have come for Harry. So you keep saying, I don't believe I know, it, yet there's this big... I have Outcry. no. I have no problems with them having a crack at Harry because Harry needs to be better than that. They need to have a crack at everyone. But but he would. Why was it not fifty, Tim? You know what they he, needed. To he do? was not allowed to be there, and he didn't try and get out the way. In fact, he lingered and he waited. Oh, I didn't think it was And that he bad. dropped the shoulder. No. Dropped the shoulder. And you know what? I, you know I what don't I think, think Harry he dropped should, the shoulder. Oh, no, I, don't no, think I think he, he ran past. You, I think you he watch didn't. it again. I he turns he, his shoulder into him. I don't he, think it was that bad. I don't. But I think what Harry should have done is he should have taken the contact, dropped the ball. Okay, you and if you do that, the umpire goes. Just you're this. not allowed to be yeah. there. Shout out, penalty. shout out to Ash Gallagher because he's we're we're in lockstep about this. I've got no problem with people, John Ralph, who we've had a spirited back and forth with. Absolutely, um, I've got no problem in the world if play if people want to. Um, you notice that Pete's side of the wall has got far less marks and <laughs> scuffs and dents oh. in it than yours. 
Pete's side of the wall has a big ass. What about that bit right there behind the chair? It's got barely anything on it, and yours, I, which looks like. I reckon being, if you measure the distance between Pete's desk and the wall, and my desk and the wall, there's. Uh, it looks like you won't be getting your bond back based on that. But <laughs> the the point is that I've got no problem if you want to talk about staging, if you want to get it out of the game, if you want to shine a spotlight on it. Stop no, just targeting no, garden no, no, pipes. No problem in the world. No problem in the world. Use the guys that have been officially cited in an MRO report, and then show Viney, Franklin, Weller. Show them all, saying this is a problem in the game. The Carlton boys can consider themselves unlucky to be the only ones cited. That's the inter-conversation, not John Ralph's pathetic self-preservation of not wanting to go after these guys because he knows that he doesn't want to get their noses out of joint. Have you got a response? Yeah, he's pathe- he was pathetic, to be honest, because he, he said, he, he responded he said to something th- about, he goes, said something about, oh, cited in the official MRO report, he was saying, oh, you're trolling me, don't troll me. You're tro-. And it was like, mate, that was, one of my responses was, Surely the purview of a journalist is to do more than just report what's coming out of HQ. Yeah. They've already done the work for you. Yeah, surely. Yeah. Your, your job is to then take that and go, yeah, but it's not just these guys. Yeah. But you won't do that because you're a gutless coward and you don't want to go after the big names. I'm with you. Am I wrong? I'm he's with a, you. He's angry. He, no, but seriously, he doesn't want to go after because if he goes after God Jack forbid Vonnie, you go I'll, Jack Varney. Exactly right. I'll shout it out. We put up a tweet because Ash Gallagher's been big on this as well, capturing some vision and re- repost it. We put up a tweet basically saying what I just said, go after everyone, don't just shine a light on our guys if you're going to go after it. You know who liked the tweet? Lockie O'Brien. Good on him. We didn't mention him, but it's one of those where he's probably gone, so you look at that Johnny Ralph and wonder what they're saying about you internally, going, have the big brass balls, mate, to actually go after someone yep. with a profile. Very easy to go after Lockie O'Brien. And when Lock- Lockie O'Brien gets opened up, Later on, with a head high contact and no free kick, mm. you know, do you? And he called him a recidivist and all this stuff. And you go because yeah, he did it twice. And we're going. We're showing you clips of the other guys in the league that are doing it. Yep. Go after them, John. Yep. And and at least say, maybe Lockie got overcorrected because when he next did it, he didn't get looked after as he should have been. But at least say, well, the slate is now clean, and the next time Lockie O'Brien gets hey, hit in the head, it I has said, to be a free kick. Just to close it, as I said. The end of the conversation that he wants to have if he wanted to be brave is very simple. He's got several media platforms to have this conversation. Yep. The two Carlton guys have been cited and have been fined. They Lockie wasn't be- fined. Oh, whatever. The two Carlton guys... Have- was I think investigated. He was, he was, warned. was investigated. The two Carlton guys have been officially cited by the MRO. One of them has been fined. They can consider themselves very unlucky because this is widespread. Systemic. Yeah. Mm. And yep. then cite other players who were doing it yep. and put it on the agenda. And I would say that's a, being a good journalist. That's being... That is being a good journalist. Yep. Um, the SI Mar- uh, Morales Memorial Buster Nut Trophy this weekend. Does anyone have any nominations? I have one. Tell me. Adam Sard. Yes. Yes. Yep. In wanted the, it. Wanted the ball. Do- I think Doc was in that, in that Relieved category. Relieved pressure. Really clean. He was he was in that defence when we were sixes and sevens at times. Yeah. Swooped in. Was Sard and Doc, I think, are the only ones that really come to mind. Sard's, Sard's dribble. Did you see? Remember the, well, not dribble, but the hand where he's, he's take his first <laughs> Two bounce steps and another bounce, and then he took his second bounce and third bounce like immediately. Someone yeah. needs to just remind him. Nothing annoys me more in football, to be honest. There's few things that annoy me more than take your fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Get the ball and run. Well, I think or in Cripper's case, take your twenty. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-five. Cripper doesn't bounce at all. Well, the, the comment made with Sard is sometimes he takes the extra bounce because he knows he wants to spe- send fifteen yeah, meters. Yeah, we, did, we next. did see this later. Um, but that 
two bounces in two steps, you're going, this ain't basketball, mate. Um, this is a, a bit of a change of lane you for us. You can't bank it and then run 30. And we'll I love how when, when we've remembered to actually bring the segment in, the S.I. Morales Buster Nut, it's not really... We don't need to split hairs over it. There's two blokes who could probably... Yeah, I'm it. saying, like, I'd, I'd like to have multiple candidates oh, available. But well, Tim and I each gave a candidate. Yeah, well, there was no one no, else I think, to give. I think you said Doc too. Yeah. yeah. So, no, 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 I'm not saying on you. I, I know what you're you, saying, but I don't know what you're precious. saying. Precious. I'm, I'm not, saying no, 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 in no, general, no, no, no. I would like the team to have performed to a point where we go, shit, you know, there's a few blokes out there that's who could really win. The, that's not really the point of the award, though. The Bob Valance the, S.I. Morales the, Memorial the S. Buster Mar- Nut The S.I. Memorial, to be honest with you, it you should be... Say it. To be honest with you, it should be on it. It should be just so obvious. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. That's the point. Because you watch La Bamba and you're not sitting there going, geez, there's eight or nine real ripper performances in this. You're going, it's just one guy. No, no, it's no, him. No, no, no. What? It's Joe, Joe bloke, Pantoliano's terrible, performance is amazing. Terrible. They're all terrible. And that's why it's the Bob Mor- the, the S.I. Mor- uh, Morales. <laughs> Talk <Tocato. laughs> It's the S.I. Morales because... <laughs> the Bob, Bob. Yeah. His performance, he played Bob Morales. Mr. Bob Double yeah. Because he Bob, came Bob, in Bob, Bob, and he Bob. tore it apart. He was so far and away. The I best think thing in you movie. don't... Give enough credit. I give too to much that movie. credit to that movie by saying there was one good performance in it. Oh, it's a classic. It's horrendous. I do have to watch this movie again. It's barely watchable. Yeah, it's over at about. It's like a. It's like an MOW. It goes for like forty-five minutes as well. It's weird. <laughs> now some movies go way too long. Uh, like yeah, the, the, new, the new Batman. Jesus Christ! I haven't seen it. Yet. And then some movies go. They're barely a movie. It's like a. It's an extended episode of a television show that they've gone. Tell you what. Let's release this theatrically because we've got nothing else on the slate. What we want to talk about now is a bit of a change of lanes for us. Um, we're probably going to talk about this more than um, we did in season, to be honest. The AFLW situation we are. down at Carlton. <laughs> we're going to talk um, AFLW. It's a very no, big change we, of lanes. I just think we need to address the news out of the AFL program because we have been savaged we have. by a couple of departures. And then obviously the coach gets recontracted, which is... Interesting. Interesting move, to be brutally honest. Um, I don't honestly. I don't really know where to start with the departures of Prasparkas and G. I think it's a look that is really bad for the comp. I do. Ultimately, yeah, I agree. I uh, agree. and that's not just sour grapes that we lose two good players. Yep. Um, yep. Essendon have. have um, so what's the rule? Essendon have just plucked Bonnie Too Good out of the Bulldogs as well tonight, and you're sort of going. To me, the situation was real simple. Real simple. They've got some convoluted formula about points and a player's worth a certain amount of points that if you go into deficit um, or you don't give up enough points to these expansion teams, you lose draft picks to make up for it because you've got to... Yes. Talent has to come from the existing club somehow. Yep. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. You should be able to, the equivalent of a franchise tag a player yep. and however many players and say, not a problem in the world if you want Sparkers. Because she's our best player. We not want a, your suburb. <laughs> we want Essendon. But no, not a problem if you want Maddie Prasparkas. Okay. But we get compo. We get absolute dead set compo for losing her. We get Zach Merritt. Yeah, well. <laughs> but this, you can't just say, you, we lose two of our best five players well, and, with no means of replacing them. Well, how long have we been in the... Have we been in five five years now? Six. Six. All of them. Every Six. year. No, no, I get... I'm, I, just wanted, I just wanted a number. Essendon have done... No, no, I, get, and I don't... Obviously, I know that too, but... Do you, you know anything, Tim? <laughs> I know how to lift heavy things. Um, you're trying to create a... Cent- like, we barrack for the Carlton AFLW team because we're Carlton supporters. But if you're, if you're a young girl... 
and you're new to footy and you don't have a team Tim. and you've jumped on Carlton because you love Maddie Presbarkas and her. she moves. Mate. Like, we're trying to cultivate um, support and I reckon this will have broken a few Carlton supporters' hearts. Oh, want, I'm devastated that Maddie Presbarkas is going. Do you want... I'm going to be a lightning rod. Come for me, oh, listeners. I'm going to go devastated. Come for me, listeners, after this. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. I love it. I've had enough. Yeah. I used to love it. I've had enough about this fucking AFLW stuff. To really? Be I've had enough of it. Cath so, will come for you. And, but this is the thing. So this is my <laughs> no, opinion. I, I, I reckon... Let me go. Let give, me go. Give, him, go, give him his... So this, yeah. is, this is my opinion on AFLW. I love that AFLW exists yep. for women who have far, for far, far too long been denied the opportunities to pursue playing football. Yep. Because if they love football, they should have the opportunity to play football. Agreed. I love the fact that if I had a daughter and she followed Carlton, there's the opportunity to play for Carlton. Agreed. Love it. Absolutely Agreed. brilliant. They have to crawl before they can walk and they have to realise that this generation of player are not going to reap the benefits of their hard work at the moment. They're not going to get them. They're not going to get the money. They're not going to get the full-time status. They're not going to get all the perks they want to get because they see the guys getting. There is one AFL competition in the country that is full-time. That is the AFL. Every other competition played by men or women or whoever else, is part-time at best. That is because the economy of the game cannot support it. Be realistic, and unfortunately, girls, just at the moment, you're not going to get what you want out of the game. But in 10 years' time, maybe little Susie, who at the moment is 7 or 8 years old, maybe she will. That is unfortunately your role in the growth of the game at the moment. You are getting other opportunities, sponsorships. Daisy Pierce goes into the media. Abby Holmes goes... Like, there are opportunities, coaching stuff now happening for players who are transitioning out of the game. That's where you're going to make some cash, get some profile, and get some bits and pieces. It's not going to be what you want. The A-League, mate. The A-League is the same problem, that you're supporting a different team every year. If I support the Melbourne Victory, the turnover is so astronomically mind-boggling, it's a different team every year. That is not how you build a connection. Yep. The girls need to realise their role in the game is to grow the game. Is to... Not to benefit, yeah. not to benefit from that growth. You have to be so incredibly selfless, girls, and realize that it's just not going to be for me. But I got the opportunity to play a game that ten years ago I thought I was never going to get, and that's going to have to be good enough. We can't be having. So amount- should Maddie have sucked it up and no, stayed at? The no, no, but it shouldn't it have been in Maddie's hands. No, yeah, yeah. this I don't think Maddie Prasparkas herself is to blame. No, no, no. For but, the situation that we But she's we're, chosen we're to look after herself, hasn't she? Well, well I would too. No, no, I, and I'm just she not clarifying. Would she not be looked after at Carlton? Well, th- and that's part of the other question too. But if she is a lifelong Essendon supporter and in her heart of hearts all she ever wanted to do was play for the Bombers, good luck to her. We just need to absolutely ensure, or the AFLW needs to absolutely ensure we are adequately you, compensated for losing you know a Del, top sorry. three player in the game. And she's 20 years of age. And and if that same footballer, if, if Sam Matt Walsh Rowell. was if, on... If, if, if Sam Rowell. Walsh or Matt Rowell is on the open market, they are getting three first-round draft picks. Well, this is the thing. So so just backtracking a little bit on that, the last point I was making with, with, with just the girls' football. And three is a start. You know what doesn't help the conversation as well? Not everything about AFLW is great. I was going to say it. Not everything about it's great, but every time you have a conversation about AFLW, how great is it, Fab? How good was the W Awards? How much better than the Brownlow was it? How much better was the, you know, whatever this else? How much better was it? You know the only thing that isn't better? The fucking football. 
And, and that's and, the and, problem. And now there's 18 teams no and you're watering down it. the talent. No one's sitting there. I don't watch a game of AFLW wanting it to be um, Brisbane versus Port Adelaide in round one, yeah. which is a cracking game of football. Yeah. I don't watch it wanting it to be our last quarter against Richmond. I'm realistic about it, yeah. and I know that it's just not going to get there because of any number of factors, it's just not going to get there. But stop shoving it down our throats that everything about it's amazing because it's not. Well, and I, all that does is create angst when people are going, Dennis Pagan's classic, don't piss down my back yeah, and tell, tell me it's, it's raining. Because when I watch it, yeah. it isn't. So stop telling me it is. But but I, I think that's clearly, that's been a dedicated, devoted approach to the game is, and, and the reality is there is no need to criticise it because it's building. And, and, and so but no... But this is the thing, Tim. There's no, no, there's no need to be vitriolic about your no, criticism, no. 100%. Yeah. But there needs to be critique. Yeah, well, and, and I think they can be open and you know what, to criticism. Fab, if, you'll if, agree if with we're this, aiming Fab. for a better competition. Fab, you'll agree with this 100%. Girls, Let's see what it is first. Girls, if you want the full-time status, if you want the money, if you want everything, if you want all the trimmings, you get the trappings as well. Yep. yep. That if, you I, want, I if you want all of that, if you're playing shit house, like we've, we've been pretty strong on Darcy Bessio at times yep. when she was poor wouldn't read about it wouldn't, yeah. re- wouldn't read yep. about it at all because everything's great Tim yep. how good are the girls and, and I've got to say like, you're going no you, you mm. don't get all that you want we have to shower them with without, McDonald's, McDonald's awards without the negativity yeah. that comes with being mm. a high profile professionals athlete and don't just one more thing just when they whinge about this idea about full time professional whatever look my stuff at the Box Hill Hawks the boys who play VFL football are doing it harder than the girls playing AFLW. Probably a fair call. They are. They just are. And it's not even a contest. They're working full-time. They're training two nights a week. They're doing a captain's run on Saturday if they're playing on Sunday. They're fitting their recovery in around work. They're coming from jobs all over the place to work in long days, doing all the stuff, doing all their meetings in a semi-professional environment. They're doing all the same stuff at a higher level and they don't sit there and whinge about, why am I not full-time? Why am I not making more money? Fab, if I'm playing in the A-League for the Newcastle Jets... I don't get paid five hundred thousand pounds a week because I'm playing soccer. No, it's the economy of scale. Yeah, and what the girls need to realise is stuff like this. But society, and we're affected directly by it. But stuff like this doesn't grow the game. Society doesn't want to build towards equality, and doesn't realise that no such thing. Let's not be an naive. Opportunity. It's it, it's it's and the opportunity you have to earn the you know what, opportunity you know what, or, or, mate, or work towards getting. You know what equality is. The right to vote, the right to yeah. have a driver's license, all this stuff, all that basic shit. That's equality because everything else is either merit or economic. Yeah, I agree. And if you don't have a, a billion dollar TV rights deal, mm. you're not going to be getting an average wage of $250,000 a year. It's just not going to happen. I said to you, because we've had these discussions when we used to uh, commute. used to chat, yeah. The we, good old days. When we were mates. <laughs> the um, days of just 10 days ago. Um, the Stephen Kernahan was a premiership captain and yep. worked, worked at the Stock Exchange. Yeah, he did too. Until what the mid nineties? Do you know what I mean? It was it's like, and he was this on, whole thing that you know, money. like don't don't get us wrong, he wasn't on food stamps. He no, no, no. But I, I I just hate when you're that, right. you're when, right. when you hear the you know, you know, oh, you don't know how hard it is to you know have a job and then you know train like a professional. Every person playing football exactly. who is not playing AFL football knows. 
Like you think about playing in the VAFA or you thinking about playing in the um, Eastern Football Netball League like Premier Division, they're good quality standards of football that if you're playing at a top team, you're training two nights a week, you're doing all your recovery, you're holding down a full-time mm. job, all that stuff. Yeah. I think when AFLW first came out, you want to talk to me? Yeah, in a sec. So I was going to say, when AFLW first came out, people thought it obviously had its detractors because – Sometimes people are just going to be assholes. Sometimes people, or you called me a cynical cunt off the top of the show. Yes. Sometimes people are just going to be that way, aren't um, they? Just in our nature. But I, I looked at it and said, I'm going to support the girls in blue because that's my football it's team. My football and team. I want them to have a go at it. So you go in there and for what it was, and I enjoyed it, Timbo. From that first game against Collingwood we to now. Did. We all did. In my eyes, they have tried their darndest to make to put me off the sport. Even little things like the prelim. Not, we'll not, not the players. I'm saying the you know, AFLW community. We'll get to you in a sec, Tim. Sorry. What you're saying is 100% right. They get 6,000 people to the MCG for that prelim. That's a disaster. That's bad. That's not good. My folks went. But it's, but it's not good. No, it's I this, agree. It should have been but, more. But the spin, the spin was great occasion. What a day. You're yeah. like, it was disastrous. You got 6,000. I, I think, as you final, said, mate, what, the, grand the, final, the ambition of what it, mate, the grand they final thought it might 16, be. 16,000 people at it. And you're yeah. going, that's not a good result, guys. That's real unders. Yep. Jesus Christ, that's disappointing. Great day. What a day, Fab. Mm. What a day for the sport. You go, disappointing. Stop fucking sugarcoating it. And, and they won't, but and you're right, what, they won't say it. And that's what creates the angst because you go, we can all see it mm. and you're bullshitting us. And maybe that's where the, the, the ones calling for. More and more and more. Just you know, have to temper their expectations. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe all this inflation of... You know who's got to support it? Who? Women. It sounds so obvious, but you go netball. Netball is one of the highest um, participated in sports mm. in the country. It is. Mm. Absolutely. It's brilliant. I love nothing more. I remember... Um, where was I going? I was going somewhere on a Saturday. Sean loves netball. No, no. I was going somewhere <laughs> on a Saturday. You know when you drive past the local footy oval or the cricket oval in cricket season and there's a game on, you just sort of rub a neck a bit and you're like, oh, yeah, it's great. You drive past, I was on um, Warrigal Road or something, and there's this massive netball courts on a Saturday morning packed to the rafters with games. You ever drive through Diamond Creek on packed. a Saturday morning, they are hanging from the packed. rafters. And I went, that's great. Yeah, Absolutely outstanding. Mums and their daughters and friends, and they're playing netball, whatever. They're, how good's that? That's brilliant. Yep. And you drive on. How many people go to super netball games? Seriously. They can't convert that into a crowd. No. They can't convert it into membership. They can't convert it into sponsor dollars. They can't convert it's it because the majority of them don't care. Because they don't care. Mm. They're more interested in. And unfortunately, the that's a re- that's a reality. Timbo, okay. stop waving and get just talk, mate. <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is it's not up to us. It's not up to. It's not up to. Like we'll get to you in a minute, Timbo. <laughs> Will, we? A, Will we? But it's not up to say we've spoken about this fad. So I follow really passionately. I follow Carlton, Manchester United. Yep. I don't have the time yeah, and that's, to and follow another team really passionately. I've got other stuff going on in my life and stuff to do and work. Mm. Something gets squeezed out. Yeah, you, you got to you got to find you got to find the time to be passionate about and something. Stuff like this challenges it, yeah, and you I go, agree. "We've just been gutted." So well, and, and <laughs> thank you for the segue. <laughs> I I've always enjoyed. Doesn't matter whether it's Carlton, the Lakers, the 49ers, whatever. I'm always, always fascinated by a bit of a list build, talent, talent uh, recruitment, bringing a list together, and what are the what are the um, the levers that you're pulling to be able to improve your football club? Not immediately, 
But over time, what's the plan? Show me what you got. I was always fascinated when Melbourne Victory started their team. They went really, really young. They didn't pick a team that afforded what, back them... back in the, 2005? Yeah. To, they won the premiership the next year. Yeah, no, well, this is my point. Because they got it wrong. But no, no. But they didn't. They didn't start. But they were always kids. It was the oh, Adrian really? Layers and all that sort of stuff. No, the he Archie was later, mate. They, they started off with Muskie. But he started off. He was Danny in. The, he Allsop. was in that first team. Mm. But yeah, anyway, get to your point. But yeah. my Richard point, hits Bickler. My, my point at Carlton Women is um, we've we've seen fit to move Bree Davy on. We've seen fit to move Taylor Harris on. The we've, we've we've invested in drafts. Uh, actually, we were a young to, team. Do you want we me were, to go through? No, it? I don't. We're, no, no, we're I've, looking, got, I've actually got who we've lost. You can do that after I when I'm it done. Sounds like a segue to what you're saying. It, well, hold you, on, Timbo. We'll get to you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it did seem like we'd it, given that there were new teams coming into the league. If we could have kept our young list together, I thought we were in a beautiful position to be able to continue to grow and move forward. You dismantled mm-hmm. a contending team. Well, furthermore, well, and, and we, we, we actively did it ourselves with Taylor Harris and Bree Davey, but, but ultimately you thought if you brought talent in to be able to take advantage of it and you keep your list together, and, and look, we didn't have a successful year this year, so you thought we may not be the team that other teams are coming for to try and get individuals out, but to lose Matty Presparkas, to lose George G. And maybe there's a bit of chatter that uh, Moody as well might be in some Jeez, well, you can't lose. You can't lose Moody. She's the best... Big woman in the competition. <laughs> the best. We can't. You know what else annoys me? Just call him Ruckman because you're a woman. It's a Ruckman. What are they saying now? You're a human. It's a, it's just it's just a suffix. Just say Ruckman is fine. You 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 can might, you say Ruckwoman? You might open a Pandora's box here. But they're women. Okay, tell are they, Sean? Well, not all of them. Well, there we go. So that's what I'm saying. You're going to open a Pandora's but box. What you said, Timbo, is right. So I've got the Hoskins, Bree Davy, Alison Downey. Katie Loins, Maddie Prasparkas, Georgia G, Taylor Harris. We traded um, Air, Exxon and Jacobson to bring in Harris. Yes. Who we didn't lose anyway. Yes. Um, uh, Danielle Hardiman and uh, Gillespie Jones both went to North when they came in. We couldn't retain Chloe Dalton. There was a few factors there. She wanted to go to Tokyo and blah, 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 blah. But she was a good player for us as well. Absolutely. That is That's massive. a good team. That's a good team on its own. Oh. Out of all those names, the biggest one to lose, it's not a big name either, but we lost Nat Exxon from the midfield. And the midfield the next year just collapsed. It did. It did. Didn't work. You know, Katie Loins was just hard at it. Alison Downey's really hard at it and competitive. And she, and she goes to Collingwood. The Hoskins, culturally, mm. were a big loss. Yeah. And you just... We'll segue now to half. Half gets recontracted. And I think the question has to be asked of, why are we losing these players? Because it can't what? just be... It can't just be... You look at some of these names... It's not just money with the majority of those names. Well, I want to know if George G is a lifetime Essendon supporter. Or yeah, but Timbo, if you're doing off. that, then this... It's not about This community that. of... You don't just get... Wannabe professionals yeah. are still going about things very amateur. Oh, I want to go and play for the Bulldogs because my mate Timbo's there. Yeah. Oh, and Sean's I, playing there. Oh, I want to go play, oh, play with Sean. I get drafted to the Saints, but I, I really love Carlton. So I'm just going to wear my contract up mm. and I'm going to go to Carlton now. That's not how it I'm works. I'm pretty sure Matty Cruiser would have loved to play for Collingwood. His old man was an absolute a ma- They're a massive Collingwood family. But, yeah, but he said immediately, as soon as he got drafted, he said they just dropped Collingwood. 100%. Because that's, that's, that's your kids, mate. That's, that's what I was explaining yeah, to yeah. Kelly. I love Carlton. If one of my kids ends up getting drafted to anywhere... I'm on board. I'm on board. They're my yeah. kids. I don't know if you would. Like, Dad was funny. Dad was funny with John. No, I would. Like, John... 
played for St Kilda and most of the family went. I said, did you think about it? He goes, no. That's your dad's brother. No, but even then. If you... Even then, like Nan didn't change. Nan's still Bulldogs. Yeah. They just went... They just went you yeah. don't reckon, Keith, you would, if you got drafted I no, to... No, no, no. I would have... If John was still playing for the Saints when I was little, I would have followed the Saints. You might, might have been swayed. I became a Port Adelaide member just in the hope to be able to get grand final tickets as a Port Adelaide member when Adam played there. Yeah, and I'm still a closet supporter. No, you are. Tim Gross Power. Um, but look, the, the half stuff for me, the announcement today was interesting because we're speculating about his relationship with the group and we're not saying he's a terrible person or whatever, but there's some pretty concerning trends here with the way that the squad mm. has been dismantled in recent years to the point of it being uncompetitive. But, but, but that may be pressure from the outside as opposed to you know concerns from the inside and, and, it, and it, it may have happened it anyway. Looks, it looks from the outside that list management is just... An absolute shambles at AFLW level, everywhere but Adelaide. You know, you know what the issue is too. Well, well Adelaide gets exactly. Adelaide gets to pick a state team, yep. but the the other issue you've, you've, which you've hit on there quite well is that I reckon in the AFLW admin space there are too many people who use it as a bus stop. There are too many people who actually don't know anything about the women's game. They don't know how you win games of women's football. They can't identify talent. They don't know. They just they're hoping that if I do couple of years, I'll get bumped up to the AFL program as a coach or a list manager mm. or whatever. That's what they're hoping. And their attitude, their head is not in the right space. In fairness, in the AFL, in from 1986 to 1990, when you look at the players that teams drafted... It's embarrassing. In those days, they would get 40 blokes in a year, every club, and they'd all train and they'd work out who was good and away you go. When all of a sudden you had to say, well, I'm taking... Jimmy with my first pick and Harry with my second pick and Wally with my third pick and, and hoping that the right players are there. It was, they didn't understand how to separate player A from B and C and, 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 and assign value and, and the mm. opportunity cost of, well, this is the guy that we have to get, so mm. we take him early and all that mm. sort of stuff. They, they really took, it took a while to get it right. And, and I think it feels like that's happening at AFL. I, I think that's what's happening at AFL. Because try, the game, trying to work well, it's, it's the game it's what is you different. Draft. Yeah, it's, but it's also the game. You have to it's know. The same as college, you've you've seen it in every sport that you follow. Mm. You draft a, a person, and you take them as a as a seventeen year old or a nineteen year old or a twenty three year old to then step into senior sport. It can just sometimes be mm. a bridge too far. But in certain in, like college football and NFL pro football. Yep. Uh, they're different sports in they many are. aspects. They are. Well, they don't seem to defend. Do you know at what I mean? Level. Well, that's and, and and you can get think, by I, I without athleticism. That sometimes the talents. Yeah, you can get by at college level without athleticism, mm. but you cannot at the highest level. As yeah. Serena Williams famously said, "Women's tennis, and men's tennis, people should stop comparing them because they are different sports." This is coming from the best female player of all time. Women's football isn't men's football. Now I'm of the belief. Well, how frustrating is Damien keeping left. How frustrating is it watching the Matildas? Sometimes when they're trying to play men's football, long mm. balls, mm. and you're going, "Don't do it." Don't. What are you doing? Mm. We, so, women's football early doors. Carlton, I think we had a team, a nucleus of a team that should have been better than what we are. Damien keeping was playing, especially the uh, cross halfback switching the play. They don't have no. fifty meter kicks on them. No. Women's football is a different. Beast they don't have Adam Saad running by for the no. handball receive. So you have, to, you have to coach it differently. Yeah, Chloe Dalton. Well, so yeah. hopefully Half has that, you know, they're seeing it on the inside that he's got the idea of how to play. We just don't have 
what it takes at the moment. And, and I think I think Half is a realist. I think he gets sport in general, and clearly he's a very good football mind. It appears that he knows how to communicate with the girls, and 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 I think I think he he hasn't had the success that he wanted in the last two years. But I think what he's trying to cultivate, I actually buy into. So I and I and I, I like can I, we? and I like Half. Well, it's up to you, mate. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll still can we? I'll, I'll still buy in. I mean, I'm I'm hopeful, but but I'm also what I'm fascinated with in this off season is we should get a bucket load of draft picks. I don't in, think we in, are. Well, I think we have to. How can you not? No, because like we said, you've got to give up a certain number of points to these expansion teams. And if yeah, you don't okay. reach that threshold, you actually lose picks. But surely, surely whatever well, surely. whatever they're going to attribute to Matty Presparkas, surely... Well, who knows? We, 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 we've developed Mate, some credits here, Who knows what the herbs and spices are? Well, this this is it. You know, If they want to reward us, they will. If they Apparently don't want to, they won't. white pepper is like the kicker in the 11 herbs and spices. The colonel... White pepper. No, that's it's it's a, it's like four parts white pepper. Um, Everything else isn't as it, it makes a level of sense. But one of the great things I, I, I don't know if they, they probably still do it on Twitter when they first joined KFC only follow eleven people. It was all the Spice Girls and like a couple of blokes named Herb. Yeah. <laughs> that's quite. It funny. was very clever. Um, that's we, about we, we drove past a KFC yesterday and I had Christian in the car with me and he said, have you ever noticed when you looked at Colonel Sanders, because he has that cravat, that when you actually look at him, it looks like it's a head with two arms out like that and two legs? I'd never looked at it that way, but no. then all of a sudden, that's all I can see. My kids see a bloke with glasses and white hair and think that they say that's non <laughs> <laughs> He's non the KFC man. The Colonel. Like, yeah. No. I'm going to start calling Tony the Colonel. What was the Colonel's first name? Uh... All I, can Harland. Of, all I can think of is Tom because of Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah, no, who Harland. also wasn't a colonel. How Neither bad. of the two most famous colonels aren't colonels. How bad? Colonel Clink. Is, <laughs> how bad is Tom Hanks' accent in that Elvis trailer? I've not watched it. Oh, the film itself looks interesting, but Tom Hanks playing Colonel Tom Parker, his, his accent is jarringly bad. Um, that was as bad a spirited a conversation we've ever had about women's football. I'm sure people. I'm sure people will come for us and declare us, me particularly, probably a hater and a misogynist and a sexist pig. That's not what I am at all. <laughs> or uh, a no. cynical cunt. No, he's a. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> as I said off the top of the whole thing, as a writer, put me on mute. I love that it exists. I think it's fantastic that it exists. I think that um, the fact that it's a thing is brilliant, but there's so many parts around it that need to be tempered and brought under control because. Uh, the game doesn't grow if they don't. Um, excellent, agreed, wonderful. Agreed, agreed. It's now time for, if I've got the right button, I don't know. I'm going to bring up this. You've got mail. All right, Timbo, let's go through a few of these. Keep it sharpish. Um, Shannon, just wondering if you could do a call out for me, totally unrelated to the Gold Coast game, but I have dozens and dozens of lids that need good homes. <laughs> don't, don't we all, Shannon? Don't we all? Um Oh, no. I go to Timbo. Fabian's just left the room. I think he's probably got to go to the can or something. Fabian's... Uh, sorry, you're Timbo. Christian, I don't know why I'm asking you this of all questions. This is dangerous. Answer on a postage stamp, Tim. Why did the club opt to make Brody Camper forward when we have a clear deficiency down back? Now, just for context, Casey Cordwell chimes in into this conversation and I think it's Casey Cordwell. Where's that... Response gone. I hope it is. I've just lost it. And he basically said, um, 
I can answer that. They're more concerned with the lack of depth up forward. His brother-in-law, his brother, um, is the two's backline coach. So they've basically put him forward because they feel like there's a lack of depth forward, even though he's not a forward, he's a more natural back, and we're wasting his and our time. I, I think he's an extremely talented player, and I think he's already shown in his brief time at Carlton that he's capable of doing all three roles. He can play midfield, he can play back, he can play forward. We're talking, of course, about Brody Kemp, who has shown the sum total of about, what? I was. Who has shown the sum total of about nothing in his time at Carlton, but we're all hopeful he's a player. Well, we have talked about, you've already said tonight that we've got you know a glut of half-back, half-back flankers. Yeah, so but he's not a half-back flanker. Well, he always was. Where, like, where's he playing in the twos? Apparently he's playing forward. He's playing yeah, medium forward, like, is, like what he did in the practice match against St Kilda. Which is a waste of time. Didn't show much against St Kilda. No. In the, was there an earlier practice match? It was the practice match was against St Kilda, wasn't it? That yeah, was we played Melbourne in the... Um, yeah, in the other one. Yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm just, I, just, I just think he's one of those players that we've said, best available footballer, we're drafting him, we're bringing him in. But you're right. However, we're training him and practicing with him and grooming him, it feels I, like something we're going to correct. Well, I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have thought Brody Kemp is going to play a career as a half forward flanker. I, if they're trying to see him as being the next Aaron Hamill, fine. But I, I just think he's a natural defender. I think he probably ends up playing a bit of footy on the wing. I think O'Brien and Setterfield are doing a good job at the moment. If any of them gets injured and there's an opportunity for him to be able to play a role, does he like move that, well enough to play on the wing? I think he does. Hmm. I mean, what do you he, think he of makes, his weaknesses, Timbo? I'm interested because just about every time you open your mouth about Brody Kemp, he's the second coming of Wayne I, Carey. And I, I haven't, I haven't seen enough of him. I don't know. I don't know that he's got a massive engine. Okay. I, but then most guys coming straight out of the under 18s I don't think that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm open. I love the kid. Love the family that he comes from. I wish him every amount of luck. I love that he's in navy blue, um, but I haven't seen him slot in and 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 know with my full heart that he is going to make it. And uh, and I, that's what I want to say. Hundred percent. Drunk Hill rumours of gastro hitting the group over the weekend. We're we in the mailbox, are we? Yeah, it would Sorry. explain some performances. Who knows? Vossi wouldn't use it as an excuse either. Um, but if it was true, hopefully this weekend we're all fit and firing. Look, that to me, as as long as <laughs> what was this? Is, as the day is long, the, one of the great aspects of footy and footy chat has been after a disappointing, how so we say, shock performance. Oh, it was a bit of flu going around. Oh, a bit of gastro going around. Yeah, whatever. We've been hearing this for years. I'm not having to go a drunk kill here, but this rumour comes up every time a team plays poorly or gets jumped or underperforms. Oh, there's a bit of a bug in the group. You, you would love and an you go, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the same as what we said about Sam Doherty last year. You know, when he went that through that bad run where he was making uncharacteristic errors, we in hindsight sort of say, well, may- maybe that was a result of the fact that he was, um, you know, had, had, had a cancer relapse. Sorry, and, and 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 maybe it maybe it impacted him. Some and vacuuming it, going on outside for probably here. It, it might have had nothing to do with it whatsoever. However, it was. You know, ultimately, Is that better? Would, a little bit. Yeah, it was something that you could seize upon after the fact. So again, whether it was related or not, you never know. I, I would love to think that there was a reason why we were as poor and unable to respond yeah. on Sunday as it felt like we were. And maybe we're just not giving Gold Coast credit. I certainly don't want to. Um, Pete Rogers' statement this week: We need a massive response after last year's uh, Port 
game. Obviously, it's 19 goals in a row. Is it 19, a, was it? Got yeah. a target, um, target butters for his hit on Saad, um, which he says wasn't dirty or anything, but it was just a, a big, big bump. Which should die for it. <laughs> uh, which every player making sure they make contact with him when he's in this his area. We've spoken about this game in the past. The Pito and Lysette moment was yep. not good enough. Um, they bullied us... Um, in terms of the, the game at the MCG, they bullied us and then they just destroyed us at the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, this is a bit of a statement game for any number of reasons. Last week's performance, the Voss connection, which Tim spoke about earlier, settling a few, com- you know, those scores and those scars that are carrying over from the last couple of times we played them. We certainly need to respond for any number of reasons, if nothing else, to kind of tell a team that's been bullying us that uh, that doesn't happen anymore. Absolutely. And effectively almost take them out of contention. Yes, that would be good as well. Um, Dom in the den, he got in touch. He's Dom's very, been desperate. He's very keen. He's been Dom gagged. was Dom. a broken man I, this I, week. I, I don't know if Dom's <laughs> going to like the first 15 minutes of this pod. He's been gagging I don't, for this. I don't think anyone's going to like the first um, minute, 15 minutes of this pod. But You might when you listen to it. Um, he says, oh, thank God, as in we're recording. Question number one, who was in the wrong? Clearly fab. We went over this Probably earlier. Probably me. Question number two, what did you order Let's from Let's just blame Mings? Tim. What did you yeah. order from Mings? Uh, we um, there was a I wrote this down. There was you the, wrote it down, Timbo. The Chinese How bad is your memory. Chinese sausage Chinese is sausage. what uh, Fabian had for his entree. I had the fried deep fried scallops, very nice. Okay. Uh, and then we partook in the beef with black bean, awesome. the lemon chicken, yes. and the special fried rice. It's good spread. No satay and, uh, and, and sticks. Co- uh, you had a Coke. I had a Coke Zero. Yes, a Coke Zero that was empty, but the guy kept trying. <laughs> I'm trying to empty an empty can into Tim's cup. He picked it up, he shook, shook it, it, and then he tried to pour it. And he's gone, oh, Mate, it's empty. You never quite know what you you're going to get. Do you know who was in the Ming's restaurant? Ming? Sure. Uh, I don't know who Ming is. You never know what you're going to get at Ming's. It was a – the king and queen of the Bogans they was – was uh, Sean's just going through the drawers? At- got, this is uh, old mate Stephen Dank pay a visit earlier. <laughs> you got more multivitamins than I've ever seen. You're like uh, Johnny Drama. No one can take this many vitamins and live. <laughs> Who said that? That was the accountant, Marvin. Marvin. Yeah, it was the. Uh, it was Beansy from uh, Sopranos. It was the the swamp people came down from the hills or whatever? It's so to, let, the, the, the restaurant. This is who was in the restaurant. That party, which was what? There were eight, ten, about eight of them. Yeah, and Tim and I. Oh, there was that one couple that came in, the older one, that oh, yeah, they served came, before us. That came in 15 minutes after us and got their food, like this, 10 this minutes is before what, us. This is why you don't eat in at Ming's, you take it home. It well, was so loud in there. If you'd have come. <laughs> that's true. Um, I'm just looking for another one. Uh, Can I give a shout out to Michael Hendrickson? No. Hendrickson. Old mate uh, Lance. Lance. <laughs> Not bad for a You year. came up with something. <laughs> I've been using it all week. It's the old, you know, it's the piss sandwiches. <laughs> Yeah, I laughed my head off when I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does it loosely translate to? Who pissed in your sandwich? <laughs> yeah, I love that because I I can relate to it because you know Dad's always saying things and saying following it up with it's better in Italian. Well, that's just like the I don't know if we, the one I sent you where the guy told the story. He was in a meeting with some Asian um, or Chinese investors or Chinese support agents or whatever, and. The guy was trying to use some English he'd recently acquired and said, in response to an obvious question, does the Pope shit in the woods? Yes. <laughs> that was sensational. And it's like, <laughs> well, probably not, but <laughs> it'd be good to see. Um, we're going to look for another question here. Uh, Edmund the Lemo, nothing says lack of game plan uh, more than when every tall player goes into a marking contest. Mate, 100%. 
Seriously. Nathan, warning signs for ruck depth. Uh, Lek Dog gets in response there. Needed a senior depth ruckman for four years. Yeah, he's been, not wrong. We've been going on about this, like, seriously. Well, we have a spot on our list. And We're not going to use it now on a senior depth ruckman. Well, which we, is wrong. We have a mid-season draft. If I, I, I'm not saying that they'll do it. Is that big it. oath of a ruckman going back to GWS for another half year? Shane Mumford? Yeah. I don't think he's on the list. No, no. I think he's going back mid-season. Well, I, no, I, I, I thought they looked at him pre-season and he, he nominated for like the rookie draft and they said there was a chance he may get listed and they never did. But all I'm saying is we should be on the lookout for the best ruck, best mature-age ruckman in the VFL, in the Sandful, in the Waffle. And it doesn't even need to be... like Because clearly we've looked at Murkov and said he is going to be a development um, uh, prospect and we're trying to grow him and build him into being an AFL standard elite ruckman. You've Which gone, is fine. Fine, beautiful. But we need a guy who we can call on and, and play straight away. And... If it's, if it's like the version of Oren Stevenson or whoever it was from a few years ago who, to me, was the standout ruckman in the VFL, and I think Richmond listed him as like a 29-year-old, and I'm not sure that he, if he played, he didn't play that much, but I think that's the guy. It's glaringly obvious we need that guy on our list. Would you have kept Levi on the list as a, as a ruckman? No. Playing in the twos? No. Only if he went back to meet and got vaxxed. Well, the, the vax thing was a considerable sticking point. Uh, no, look, I think... We, well, he's vaxxed, obviously, isn't he? Uh, I think he got the Nova vax in the end, was, was my understanding. Because they were talking about something about fucking protein or something. It was like, oh, I didn't get it. No, look, 100%, I think it's a, it's an absolute glaring issue that we've got, and we've always spoken about it, Tim, with regard to you're supporting your seconds development program and they're a breaking case of emergency. Yeah, spot on. Um, and if you don't need them, great. Fantastic. Yeah, But at least, they're, at least they're it, there. It was there in the case that you needed it. There's a reason why... The Bulldogs got Stefan Martin. Correct. Even when probably don't really... He's never fit, for one, but haven't really used him all that often. Well, they'd obviously made an assessment of where they considered Tim English was at and they realised he couldn't do it on his own. And so, therefore, but he was I reckon was he can do it on his own. Well, he can now, but but I think... I only got him last year, Tim. Tim English? No, Steph Martin. No, Steph Martin was the What do you think in, in, in one pre-season, Tim English has gone out of sight? Well, He's improved out of... No. Have you been watching football this year? Yeah. Have you watched any of Tim English? He's been playing phenomenal. That's I, my point. I reckon, yeah, but I reckon he was playing that. He was playing well last year. He didn't even ruck last year. He was forward almost exclusively all season. I reckon the English hype train's a bit weird. It's. I think that he gets... He's getting, like, res, residual credit because everyone saw... Everyone thought he was this player last year. Yeah. And you're like, no, he wasn't. No, that's right. So they're kind of overcompensating a little bit. I think bit they at the thought moment. he was going to be that player two years ago. Yeah, and it's sort and of like. And he took a massive step backwards last year. It's like, and yeah, now yeah. he seems to have made good on his promise. But he is out of contract at the end of the season. And they reckon both uh, West Coast and Fremantle are going to go for him large. And Bulldogs don't have any salary cap because they spent it all on Adam Trelaw. And they've got these two young stars in Eugle Hagen and Sam Darcy or whatever his name is that they're ultimately going to have to pay and they're not going to be able to. So they will lose. Like They may not even hang on to Bailey Smith. Welcome so. to the Bulldogs Bar <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the Sons podcast. of the Screen. The sons <laughs> of the Screen. Jesus Christ. Uh, I reckon that wraps us up in the mailbox. Thank you to everyone who got in touch. What is the mailbox icon? <laughs> yeah, who asked that? That's a bit weird. Yeah, apparently that was... I, think I, I don't know. What is it? I don't know the drill. Yeah. I, don't, I think there was some gags there. I, I don't know if Here I it is. got that. <laughs> Poor old Cole Turner. 
I don't know the drill. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I think he was having a joke. I'm not sure. Um, fantastic. We've we've come to the party, and, and after I think a, a necessary start, a necessary airing of the grievances. I didn't don't think it was necessary at all. I didn't want to partake in it. I didn't partake in most of it. Um, Say what I had to it's say. It's probably just as well you didn't, because you would have been torn apart. Sean. Just for your own good, I think you abstained from it. I think it's probably the most sensible thing you've done in some time. I would like you to take this Easter break to reflect on your, your, yourself as a human being. Uh, I'm not going to do that. And, um, yeah, just, you know, take the weekend and just do what Jesus would have done. Die. <laughs> <laughs> Get, no. get betrayed by his mates. <laughs> At least he had, he had nine mates. Well, did he? Oh, not in the end. Not, not nine. Was it nine? How many disciples did he have? I don't remember, Tim. Thought there was, wasn't there 12? Yeah, the apostles. That's right. But didn't this Thomas... Guy, didn't this yeah. guy go to a, like a Catholic school? I think so. What's that got to do with the price of fish? I'm not a priest. Would have thought they'd run you through the basic yeah, outline just, of the story. I've just forgotten it. For Fair enough. Uh, well, that's it for you. Maybe we'll see you again. Maybe. Well, what's planned for the Easter here. break, Sean? Absolutely nothing. Like every Easter, I'm not religious. so. Okay, you're not getting together with family or anything? Probably not. Tim? I'm going to see Kath. We, uh, we're renting an Airbnb down at Point Leo, so we're going to spend a few nights down there. Uh, I invited my whole family to come down for fish and chips. Only Kath will be coming. Just a uh, uh, victim of circumstances. It's a bit far to travel. You talk anyway, about on Good Friday? Good Friday, we just tend to open the house up and bring people over and have, have fish and chips because why not? Not much else to do. We're not... Captain Gummy? Uh, We've been known to do that, um, but yeah. not down at Point Leo this time around. So we'll have to find out where the best local fish and chips is down at Point Leo. So if anybody knows and wants to send a shout-out, let us know. Not a patch on Captain Gummy. And uh, and, and then I'm just trying to work out uh, whether I'm in a position to drive back up to come to the Port Adelaide game or I'm just watching on the telly. I'm inclined to think reserve seat. I'll probably come to the game. Done. Faber Ganoush. Always a pleasure, by is the this, way. Uh, is this <laughs> farewell of Vitazan? For what? Just you and I. Life. Oh, for you and I, it's... It's just the it, end of the road. It's been the end of the road for a while, but not for the pod. If I'm welcome on the pod, I will be on the pod. We had this discussion last week. You're the one that removed yourself from the pod. No, I did not. Well, you threatened or not. <laughs> Timbo, Timbo. Vehemently. Timbo. <laughs> yes, I'm just... Just being the voice of reason. 2005. It's been a good 17 years. <laughs> I forgave you for last week's uh, <laughs> what did I betrayal. Do what did I you're do? back. You've doubled. You've, you've doubled down on the betrayal. This is what, what happens, Timbo. You're people, dead to me, Tim. People get angry. Jeez, it doesn't take much. No, you're dead. Have you said goodbye. You. Arrivederci, ragazzi. And uh, goodbye for me. We've obviously got um, the who we got this weekend. The power. So yeah, we'll wait and board. see how that plays out. Thank you very much for tuning in. Prenda DJ, as always, no one got on it last week. I don't give a shit. If you want to get on it this week, please do. Goodbye. Always a pleasure. <laughs> you said that three times. <laughs> Go, Blues. <laughs>